All right, everybody, we're live. Hey, 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 Eight o'clock on the dot. So we're like, yeah. oh, we got to get the door. Got to get the pizza. Yeah. We normally order at like 6.45 and like the pizza shows up, shows up like 7.15 and we eat. But it was like rainy and crappy out today. So the pizza came out at like 8. <laughs> and no pizza time. we decided we'd eat it on the show. What episode is this? 17? 17. 17. Our 17. Season? Thank you everyone for joining us Thanks on the season joining, finale. Uh, season finale. We had a good run. Mm-hmm. We'll Absolutely. continue to happen. Let's see who we got in the chat. Invite your friends. Everyone come in. Chat Petrovsky. Shout out Stephen Fim. Abdiel's in the house. Oh. Nick Peltier. All right. We got a bunch of people in here. Cool. Thank you everyone for joining us. Mm-hmm. We got a very exciting show today. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. We got a, this episode we figured inst- instead of having like our traditional guest episode since we do like a recap mm-hmm. of everything on the season and go through like highlights of like everyone we had from our first guests to our... Last guest. Some of our favorite moments. Maybe you might have missed something. Who mm-hmm. knows? Yeah. You're about to find out. Maybe you didn't catch an episode and you see like a highlight and you want to go catch the whole thing. Yeah, there you Who go. Who knows? <clears throat> but tell everyone to join us. We are on the air now live. Jimmy Jimmy Smith, what's up? Um, we got to start off. We'll kick it off with our... Well, let's thank our Patreons first. Um, we should have shout out everyone from this season. But yeah. uh, new patrons, uh, Louis Devereaux and Grayson Seffer. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you. Shout out to all of our other patrons so far. Thank you for supporting us this whole season. Yeah. We appreciate it very much. And as always, we have um, our iTunes review of the week. If you don't already, please go fo- uh, follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. No, you don't follow us. Give us a five star rating. Yeah, Give us follow. a comment. Uh, you can follow us. Okay, cool. Subscribe. Give us a follow. Subscribe. And this week's uh, iTunes review of the week comes from Brian Danielli. And he says, love the podcast and the East Coast vibe it has. Austin and Billy do a great job at bringing the history of the sport and respect for the OGs into every podcast. I grew up in New Jersey skating in the 90s, and this podcast has brought back so many great memories from my childhood. I actually have reconnected with some old skating buddies because of you guys. Thank you for putting in all your hard work. Brian, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And yeah, it's cool that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people on this show talked about how they uh, have kind of rekindle their interest yeah like, i was about to say the same thing too so yeah. many people have hit us up we've got a lot of good messages yeah so many people hit us up and they're like oh i started skating again because of the podcast or yeah. like i started reconnecting with other people yeah whether whether it may be you know with friends or just by themselves skating around which is really cool and um yeah it's amazing because it's just like you know rejuvenating it's just, especially if it's something you've done when you were a kid it's just like that link to that part of your former self yeah. that is just like, yeah, you know, you're skating and you're just like, oh, those old feelings, those, those old good feelings. Well, when so. you take a break for a while too, you're like, oh, I need some, some like, totally. I need something fresh again in my life or whatever it may be. Yeah. And you forget how like fun skating was and oh, yeah. you put your skates on again for the first time after like dealing with like your family, your work, your job, whatever it may totally. be. And you're like, oh yes, whatever, quit. Yeah. Well, it, it seems like, I don't know about everyone else, but it, it seems like for me, like the older you get and the more responsibility you take on the less and less time you yeah. have for these things. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a given, but mm-hmm. you know, because blading was such a big part of my life that that was like interconnected with like yeah. the, the work I'd been that doing That was for our whole lives for the most exactly, part growing up. Right. So I think because like those everyday things and you, your, your priorities switch, you start getting into those kind of things and realizing that you have to set that up and you could often forget mm. those important little things that you need to do for your soul. Yeah. As Miguel would say. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very Miguelish. Very, very Miguelish, bro. <laughs> really. but, so, but yeah. Oh, for anyone who's wondering, we're not, we don't have our usual <laughs> grandma slices right now. Hmm. We are eating pepperoni slices right now. 
Um, we got them last time when yes. like Ortega was on or something like that, mm-hmm. and we were surprised at how good they were. <laughs> so we have pepperonis right now. So guys, we, we, have, we have a grandma pie in the kitchen now, <laughs> and we still do have the grandma pie. Yeah, if you're curious. Yeah, the girls are eating the grandma. If there was any interest at all. Corey likes the grandma slices. <laughs> Um, we have a, as always, a WTF of the week. Mm-hmm. Let me, uh, I have to load this up real quick, but yep. WTF of the week. We have, uh, coming to you from Woodward East. It's Jimmy Hake. Jimmy Hake. Posted by, uh, Cameron Carr. Let me just make sure this works. We got the back fast slide toe slide thingy, I guess. Is that like a toe slide, like a mono one foot toe slide? Yeah. I definitely never seen that before. Hmm. Which is, uh, Easy, you know, easy, easy way to make it to the WTF oh, of the week. Right now? Yeah, I played oh, okay. it already. My cool. bad. It's too much going on. I, I got the pizza. I couldn't had it, like, it. imported. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to give the pizza a rest for a second because you don't want to be too sloppy on the show. But um, I know. Yeah, normally the we, I see it up here. So yeah, but I can play it again. Fuck it. Yeah, Let's do you want to see? It? I kind of want to check it out. Boom. Oh, there we go. That's full on rubber, as Gab would say, full on rubber. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. was, that was cool. like I never seen that before. Very cool. Shout out Jimmy Hake. He's been around forever. Yeah, killing the Cloud Nine Mini. Forever. If Just you haven't uh, if you don't follow him on like Instagram, him, Cameron and Richie Velasquez, they all do like their Cloud Nine sessions like weekly. And I think do Richie they? Yeah, I didn't Ri- even know that. Richie goes live maybe not every week, but pretty often he goes live. Maybe like every other week or something like that. And That's they, cool. they all session. Um yeah. It's it's pretty it's cool. They do like some fun little things here and there and they, they live stream it on the Cloud Nine Mini. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, shout out Jimmy Hake. Yeah, follow those guys. and uh, Shout out the boys, Cameron and uh, Richie. The boys. The boys. All right. We have um, just wanted to, for everyone in the New York, New Jersey, tri-state area, we have Bashi Pope fundraisers coming up. Yeah. Um, The one I'll talk about, you got the other one. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have at 5050 Skate Park on Staten Island uh, next Saturday, the 29th, we have a, uh, it's just a fundraiser session, I guess. I don't really know the exact details on it. But um, it's 5 p.m. next Saturday, and everyone's going to skate the park and help raise funds for Bashi. Mm-hmm. And there's also another event going on that you know more about. Right. Okay, so there's the Bashi fundraiser, the 5050 Skate Park one, Yeah. Uh, which is being thrown by Ghetto Community and being sponsored by Razors and Jump Street Podcast. Yeah, roll, I see Roller Warehouse, Rain, Roller Warehouse, TV, Rain, I Roll, I roll New, New York, York, and Oak City. Yep, Oak City. So, yeah, all these guys are pretty much supporting this event. It's a fundraiser for Bashi Pope. We're going to have a mini contest there. And as you know, it's like really hard to like get a good session going on in in this time of the year in the, in the tri-state area. Mm-hmm. So like it's really good to go to the skate park. So Saturday, December 29th, two thousand eighteen. That's this year, <laughs> 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 and it's at five p.m. But previous to the day before that, we're having a party at the Soho Playhouse, which is also another Bashi Pope fundraiser organized by by Ray Mendez and uh, you know. Uh, a few other people, myself. Straight up party, right? Right. No well, skating. it's it's a 175 seat theater, and we're, we're going to be like, ha- it's a party with an open bar. It's 420. That's sick. It's 420 friendly as well. <laughs> if anyone friendly. wanted to know, but yeah, it's, a, a it's, it's, it's at the Soho now. Playhouse, aka the Huron Club. It's on a 15 Van Dam Street. I'm going to be putting out a flyer like sometime this week, like via Jump Street and, and via my Instagram. New York, New York. It's a 175 uh, seat theater. Like I said, there's a, full, a lot of people there. Yeah, full bar, and and we're gonna be like, we're trying to come up with good ideas for what we're gonna like have it there, like playing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So if anyone has any suggestions, put it forth. But it's probably gonna be like some like Bashi Pope section, small yeah. stuff. And yeah, we're gonna be. It's just a fundraiser to uh, to su- to support a guy who you know gave us you know three New York City events every summer that it, everyone mm-hmm. enjoyed. Ton of people came out mm-hmm. too. 
I know everyone in the city enjoyed those events. And yeah, I know like, yeah. the people who came to them who had like, you know, maybe their first or like second or third New York yeah. experience, they had a great time. So we're going to keep that going every year. But um, at this moment, Bashi needs our help. So we would appreciate anyone who enjoyed those events or enjoyed any of those things if they're in the New York area or, you know, to come to these things. Yeah. We'd really it's going to be a fun weekend. It. Absolutely. Lots it's going to be great. Going. It's yeah. going to be good. Like right, right after Christmas, in between Christmas and New Year's, you know? Yeah. It's like a good little... You get the family on Christmas, and then you get a little party, Bashi, fundraiser, see all the homies, and mm-hmm. then New Year's, you you know, whatever. Don't get too sloppy on Friday, though. You got to skate Saturday. That's right. 50-50, so don't get too sloppy Don't get there. too sloppy. <laughs> but you know what? It starts at 5 p.m., so you can get a little <laughs> little, little bit of a hangover. You got to clean up, though. You got to clean up, though. <laughs> you got to pull it together by 5. Uh, I also wanted to mention, uh, we have, uh, courtesy of Chris Parks, there's a GoFundMe for Seth Miner. So Seth Miner's a skater. He was big in, like, the 2000s. Yeah. Um, for some people might not know. There's a pretty well-known guy from like, uh, what, the early 2000s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. He was all like Gr- Daily Breads and Great sweat stands. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I should have uploaded that picture that's going around. Mm. Go for me, that sweaty with yeah. like, the rims on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'll, I'll read from his GoFundMe real quick. Uh, Seth Miner is an awesome dad, husband, friend, and just an all-around great human being. When rollerblading was at its prime in the early 2000s, so was he. People still talk about how good his style was, and that's true because last week... Yeah, uh, Gav, Gav. Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks ago, whatever it yeah. was, Gav was talking about him. How uh, good his style was and his sections in old school videos. After a long time away from being from blading, he's now getting back on skates as often as he can and getting healthy. A mutual friend put us in contact with Seth, uh, who's looking for a pair of skates and someone who had always admired his skating. It's been an honor to be his friend and be a part of his return to the Blade family. Which brings us to this past Sunday morning skate session where Seth broke both his tibia and fibula, the lower leg bones below the kneecap in his left leg. Oof. Multiple hours of surgery were required and a few days in the hospital. That, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, with limited insurance, loss of income for the family, the ambulance ride, surgery, and a few days in the hospital, the family is in need of help, uh, of any help they can get. Anything you can contribute will go directly towards paying his medical bills and ongoing recovery costs. Being that this happened so recently, we don't know what the exact cost will be. Uh, I've set a goal. Well, this is him speaking, Chris Parker. Uh, I've set a goal based on the average cost for this type of injury and will adjust it as information becomes available. Thank you so much. Anything you can do to help. Yeah, and that, that, that's a pretty big deal because I don't, like to a lot of our uh, listeners who are like not in the States, like maybe Canada or like you know o- overseas or something yeah. like that, if you don't have insurance and you have something like that it can wipe you out yeah. in america yeah. and also like if you have a family and you're fucked in america with it that could just shit. wipe you out yeah, if you it's don't not like europe or yeah or Canada i mean so if anything you can do to help seth would be you know very much appreciated yeah i know it's the holidays but a little bit yeah whatever you could do whatever though. you can do uh-huh. um yeah so I'm also there's nominations for b mag and one magazine mm-hmm. right for the 2018 awards we're nominated for both so i didn't see the b mag one but i did see the one magazine one yeah so the b mag one we're nominated for i'm pretty sure it's just best podcast yeah whatever um and one blade mag it was uh the category was best voice of 2018 so oh wow we're both on those that's um, nice if you haven't voted already go ahead and vote yeah and vote for everyone else there's a lot of great categories in both those uh awards i don't know yeah. when they're going to be announced but Everyone should just be involved in shit like this I anyway. Agree. Moving on. We're hosting Winter Clash. Woo! Ow! <laughs> and so, yeah. You kind of spilled the beans a few weeks ago, but we didn't get into detail. Right. So now that it's announced, we could finally talk about mm-hmm. it. Um, it's the Friday Friday night of Winter Clash um, at the movies with Alex Braska. So yeah. it'll be us and Alex. 
on stage, just pretty much talking. Uh, we're going to watch 10 of his sections from over the past however many years he's been making sections. 10? We're watching 10? Watching 10. D- are they already picked out or do we get to pick uh, them out? They're probably picked out already. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's so going to be fun. From, from like his beginning sections in like the 90s wow. when, when he was a kid. Um, I wonder how that's going to be for Alex because if that was like me, like a bunch of my parts, it'd be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching his beginning Alex stuff is cool. too. He's got a lot of really cool shit out there. Like yeah. shit that in so the 90s much. that it's just like, how are you doing that back then? Oh, that's going to be fun to yeah. go through all that. So we're going to be up there on stage with him just chatting it up, talking about his skating in the past and stuff like that. So if you're going to be in Winter Clash or if you're not going to be in Winter Clash, make sure you're there. A ton of people are coming out this year. It's going to be like, you know, like the Blade Cup, I think this yeah. past year had so, so many, many people. people. It seems like the the winter class are shaping up to do the same thing. <clears throat> winter class has always been just huge in general. I I think the last one I was at was in what two thousand eight. Was it the one that I was at too? Two thousand eight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was in Germany still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that sorry. was still crazy. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was I was I was at one in Eindhoven, right? Uh, and since oh, so okay. you have been at the, the so same I have, park? But it was like two thousand ten. Yeah, mm. same park. Oh, okay. So you've been there. I have. Okay. I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while, yeah. I can tell. If you haven't already, Do follow it. us on Do you know, it. follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Subscribe to us on uh YouTube. We got iTunes. over two thousand subscribers now. Yeah, hell yeah. Which we is a big deal. We passed in our first season we passed two thousand on YouTube. Uh we're very close to five thousand followers on Instagram. We're mm-hmm. like thirty away or something like that. Yeah. Um, we got 150 reviews on iTunes. That's awesome. We're at like 163 or something like that. So keep passing it on. Keep sharing. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're only growing going up from here. Going up. But we appreciate all the followers and everyone who tunes in every week. Thank you guys so much. Sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into like what we're like looking back on the season, whatever. Yeah. Because um, we're going to start off at season two, which is like our episode first, two. I mean, episode two, mm-hmm. which is like our first episode with a guest. But yeah. like we just started this like we didn't announce that we were doing it yeah if everyone remembers we just like said that we were going live one day yeah and we just like won it and did whatever yeah but like we kind of did it and had almost zero plans for it mm-hmm. we we're just like let's try to do something and see what yeah. happens if people like it we'll keep doing it if not you know we like did something crazy and gave yeah. it a shot i guess but it, it worked out and like even that day of we were like going to like party city to try to like get like a set like get like a tablecloth or yeah. something like that i don't know if you remember that, that was yeah fun. no you, you I, went and got like the whole beginning phase is so you went you came here and you got like you walked down the block to get bricks for like a table that we had set up remember that yes <laughs> i do remember that because we needed like to have like another for end the of the calcels, table for yeah. the calcels, but it were, wasn't level yeah with the table we had so it sat low so i was yeah. like we need to prop, like you know prop it up on something and i couldn't find anything in the house so i went outside it was summertime and, you came out and i found bricks. some bricks by a construction site and i brought them up and i put the bricks under the table <laughs> and that's what we used so it's very gorilla status in the, so it was the very gorilla days. status <laughs> totally but it was cool that we had like no idea what we were doing we never did anything like yeah. this before and it, I guess uh, Blading hasn't really seen anything like this before. So it's <coughs> nice to grow with everybody at the same time yeah. and kind of figure this whole thing out together. Totally. Which is why we're happy to kind of take this little break to now we now that season one has passed and we right. kind of experienced a lot Pretty of the gorilla, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're, we're bo- more organized, better planned. So we want to make sure that we have everything set up so season two will come and all our ideas could be fresh. Right. And it's more planned properly and all this stuff. Yeah. So we're happy to take this little hiatus. Totally after this episode and we're going to come at you season two hotter than ever. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Wow. That was, that was really well put. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it's, it's crazy to see like how, how much, it, how far it's come from like such an idea. Like, mm-hmm. cause we were just like, Oh I man, you know, we should, we should did do you, this. Did you look back at episode one when you're looking back at the episodes? I peeked at it. I quick. didn't. I peeked at it. I was like, Holy shit. Like it was just, yeah, 
and it was only like a few months ago and obviously I, I, not much has changed since then yeah. but it was just like it seems so long ago right? yeah, yeah yeah it was just so funny to like go back and like we really were just like what the fuck are we doing right <laughs> oh yeah no totally and I it mean, was just us two too so we were just shooting the shit yeah <laughs> I think in the beginning too because we were like and we're still trying to figure it obviously getting better like and learning more every day not yeah. only on this episode but I mean yeah. just generally but I mean mm. that we would maybe get excited and like kind of talk to, to keep the conversation going i think mm-hmm. maybe we might have like i don't know we got some criticism about cutting off our guests and i was like oh, oh yeah well, you definitely i was certainly a lot like guilty that. of that yeah, of course. <laughs> like, you know well, yeah we'll but um over. yeah so uh it seems it, to be a common mistake it'll be interesting podcasts. yeah it'll be interesting to, to take a look back at, at the first uh at the first one after everything yeah yeah it's funny I, I was like too it's like one of those things i was too embarrassed to watch the whole thing but i just like scrubbed through like certain parts of it yeah because we had to review all the episodes before we did the show and uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting to watch. Yeah, <laughs> you should check it out. And and, and and it's just we just want to thank everyone for like you know uh, the support and like being really well received yeah. with everyone because and all of our guests too because uh, you know especially like well actually not especially anything but like you know the, but those definitely those first guests that like you know kind of didn't even know what they were walking into. Of course, yeah. Like especially <laughs> like the Kelsos, like they, yeah. they they took like a big a big like risk you know and and uh, yeah. everything driving up and doing all this so so just to yeah. have that kind of support that can get the ball rolling to get the momentum going yeah we appreciate show, that definitely yeah that that's that was big so mm-hmm. i really appreciate that that was cool mm-hmm. so uh and everyone thank you who's uh who's watching who's ever yeah whoever who's ever pay, gone to thank Patreon you to everybody especially people from day one a, yeah anything <laughs> day like, one left a comment one. gave a five-star review follow us subscribe mm-hmm. like huge thank you much and, appreciated yeah we appreciate it very much big stuff coming in the future like i said um, I know it's a little late for this. Might maybe maybe not if you're doing some like last minute Christmas shopping. I just wanted to throughout the show bring up some like favorite products of ours, skating related. Hey. And, you know, just shout out maybe some some products that we want to support. Yeah. Whether it may be, you know, small things, big things, whatever it is. Um, if you have any last minute Christmas shopping for a fellow blader or just looking for something for yourself, maybe you got a Amex gift card or yeah. something like that. You got some mm-hmm. money to spend it on. Um, I'm gonna kick it off with we kinda talked about this before. Uh, the Dead Wheels limited edition, the Marble <coughs> Wheels. I have them here. Oh, by the way, we got to announce our winner. <coughs> <laughs> got a little pepperoni stuck in there. <laughs> do you want to do that now? We'll do yeah. it in the middle. We'll, we'll, let's okay. talk about it now, I guess. No, well, sure. I mean, well, we still got to announce the. Uh, we still got to announce the winner for the Toast Slide Challenge, Ryan Jacklone right. Toast Slide Challenge. There's the Toast Slide Slide Challenge that we had that we extended. That we, well, not we, but Ryan Jacqueline has announced a winner for. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that winner is soon to be announced later on in the yeah, show. Yeah, we'll announce it later. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the these dead wheels right here, they're marble limited edition wheels. They're, they're, I put them up here just because they're limited and they're super sick. So it's kind of like get them now because you might not be able to ever get them again yeah. type of things. And they're $35 a set. They come in. Uh, like regular wheels, I think they're they look awesome. They're, yeah, I don't I don't want to get the specs wrong. They're like fifty sevens, fifty eights, and then the antis, same style marble. Say your wheels are dead on them, and I think they're really cool. And of course, uh, Dead is an awesome company to support. Totally, by fellow bleeders and everything. So that is number one on the list. Thirty five dollars a set. Pick them up while you can. Yes, because they might not be around forever. Shout out to Dead. What a good company. Yeah, who runs Dead exactly? It's Adam Johnson and Chris, right? It's just them two? Poof. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just opened up a bag of worms right Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> All right. It's not my field. So well, sec- yeah, second yeah. product I wanted to talk about. Okay. This is not directly skate related, but it's my, th- this water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so everyone makes fun of me, especially you, for this these this hydro flask that I have. Well, that water bottle went through a glass tape. <laughs> oh yeah, it that's it. how heavy it is. <laughs> so this, if you don't have them by now, they have. This is a hydro flask brand, but there's plenty of other companies out there. I forget what they're called, but they pretty much just keep drinks really cold for a long time, like 48 hours, mm. or really hot for same thing, like 48 hours, whatever it is. But I'm talking about this now on a skate podcast because in the summertime when it's 90 degrees out, I fill this bad boy up with a ton of ice and water and this shit lasts me all day and yeah. it's ice cold all day and it... And then I get like a bottle of water and then it's like warm in yeah, like five minutes. it starts minutes. boiling in five yeah. minutes and, and everyone makes fun of me because this thing is, is huge but... But you get the cold water. I drink the whole shit and it's cold yeah. as hell but <laughs> <laughs> it comes in different sizes too so... Yeah. Um, yeah, they they start at uh, they start at 29 bucks and they go up to this big boy here is 59 bucks and there's different caps and stuff like that. Like I have a different cap on mine and different colors and shit like that. So you customize them or whatever it is. Yeah, so just go to hydroflask.com slash jumpstreet <laughs> and you'll get a 10% discount on the product. <laughs> Please no, don't I'm do kidding. that. That might not don't work. Don't do that. I'm going to get by Hydroflask. But yeah, I highly <laughs> recommend that for... Yeah. I'm going to just leave everything on the table with the yeah. pizza throughout the show. I'm just going to have a messy table throughout yeah, the show. Yeah, messy table. Why not? <laughs> but yeah, let's get on to the, the, the clippage cool. throughout the... the so yeah, episode two, as I was saying before, was with the Kelso. That was a big one. Was that first one with the guest? Yeah, that was a big one because not only was it our first guest, and did they drive up from Philly to like do something they didn't know they were doing, mm-hmm. but uh, they were also had a pretty big announcement. Yeah, that was really about fun. their uh, their, their sk- basement skate. Their skate. Their skate. Yeah. So if you want to cut to the <coughs> well, first, this, this first clip that we're going to show. It. Yeah, yeah the first clip we're going to show. Um, I guess you picked this one out. This is just like right. how, I mean, first of all, it was like fun ass conversation. Skate philosophy. Yeah, it was much. like pretty much they're, they're our homies for yeah. forever. We've been skating them forever. We made videos together. We skated for the same companies together. Mm-hmm. So we have like a lot of, uh, it was nice to catch up with people that we don't get to see that much anymore. Yeah. Especially because yeah. you, you were like, you weren't even officially in New York yet. You were still right. in Cali. So it's been a while yeah. since you've even seen them. Oh, yeah. And it was really cool. So long time. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was good to catch up. Yep. So it was like a nice, nice, fun conversation between a bunch of homies. Yeah, but they're basically the, uh, on this part. They kind of share their like philosophy on like having fun with skating and skating different and stuff like that. I think back to your your original question though that got into all that stuff as far as like participants um, jumping back in. I think that skating right now in general is just really fun, and I think that people are making it look fun, mm-hmm. and everyone's doing something different to make it fun in their own way. And, right. Um, or w- whether you, whatever you want to do with it, um, I just think that there's a huge circle of, like, of fun skating, of fun and like yeah. different. Yeah, like, like Nemo's he, having fun out there. Oh, <laughs> <but>. right. <laughs> just Nemo's being having weird, a yeah. fun. Like I, I saw he put out a video <laughs> with someone from Canada, right? Danny Beer. I'm Danny assuming, Beer. Right? Yeah. That's it. I'm sorry. Um, and both of those guys' parts were nuts. Yeah. yeah I was. I was like. I still didn't see. I that. was I stoked. I was like, I'm sure like there's like a, a group of people that are like, uh, and you know what? Maybe like a past version of myself might have been like, no, dude, that's, yeah. that's too weird for me. But like now I'm just, <clears throat> I see it like differently as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're just like, oh, like the more flavors we have, the more rich it right, is, you exactly. know? And they just have like such their own flavor and they're going like super duper like, uh, they, d- they just don't care. They're just like being really original. Yeah. And, yeah, stuff yeah. and that's like the that. thing. If it excites me, I don't see why I couldn't excite someone younger than myself. Exactly, you know yeah. what I mean? And and it's just like music. Like if you don't like it, you can discard it and yeah. go to the, what you do like. Yeah. You know? And, and it's, that's the point about having, exactly. having options. Like, yeah. you know, it's cool. so it was good to hear their, you know, they have a, they're very opinionated skaters as well. Totally. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all pretty opinionated. <laughs> I like that reaction. 
<laughs> you also see our, our hurting table set up. I like there. as well. You're like, oh, they're pretty opinionated guys as well. I didn't well. even mean to say it like that. <laughs> but there's a, you can see our hurting table set up over there. The, the, oh, man. The, the double table with the, you can't see the bricks on it. We should take a picture of it. Mm. But there was like, there was like four bricks under there. We had like shit taped together. Oh, it was on books. I think we had books underneath it too. Yeah. But that was like, okay, we have a table set up. Now we have people coming. Holy shit. Let's like actually finally set something up yeah and so, and our first guest was two guests so we had to like work yeah figure that yeah, we had like no space for it yeah that was funny it's so funny Look, looking back on that i don't mean to be vain but i was like you know and talk about myself but i was like dang my hair was so long then i don't know if you know but since then my girlfriend cut about seven eight inches Did off you? my hair I didn't even know that yeah yeah when i can tell i know that happened i can feel it was that recent what was it, about two weeks, three weeks ago? Oh, I didn't even notice. She said she was going to cut the ends, and then she cut like eight inches off. I was like, ah! Why didn't you just do the whole shit and, and donate it? The whole 13. Seven, eight, it's a big chunk. I'll probably just do that now at this point. Yeah, might at as well. Point, nah. But anyway, I, I thought that's what you were going to do. I didn't mean to be... But yeah, <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, that was that was a, a bit t- talking about, uh, you know, just how skating's changed mm-hmm. and everything like that. They had a lot of stories about like... Uh, because we, we watched uh, a bunch of sections of theirs together and they had a lot of stories about each other skating, mm-hmm. stuff that was on camera, wasn't on camera. And one of the funny things that we found that, because Colin was like one of the first in 900 set of stairs to like right. land faking a street. And then Sean was saying that he did it before that, but like landed yeah. and stopped on a rail. Yeah. And he had like a funny story with all that. So no one's ever no one's ever seen this clip of him though but you know cecil b moore how like the brick stairs come down there and there's cecil a real, which one the one in temple okay the temple. bricks yeah, right, yeah. Right, ledges. the ledges yeah. yeah so over there there's like those super steep aluminum rails yeah. yeah and one day he went there he dropped down and he nined the set what he landed perfectly fakey but just grabbed onto the rail and just stopped what? <laughs> just stood just stood there. Were you going mad slow or Not something? Just grab stuff. I mean, st- I don't know. Dude, it, that might be like someone today's new generation yeah. skating. That's like probably like an ender. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, oh. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. So why didn't you do the actual clip? I just you couldn't. Just I tried it, it like over 30 times and was just... How were you going so slow that you just grabbed the rail? He just, he just like, he just moved over that way. And it like, if he didn't grab the rail, he probably would have burst it into that wall right, right. there. So. I, I, yeah, I, it's, I, like, it's really narrow. It's crazy. Yeah. I drifted and I just saw the rail because it's narrow. So I just well, saw well, you, it. you did the fakey 180 forward three though. I did. I'm surprised you remember that actually. Oh, yeah. it's, oh. Fun, it's funny because like <laughs> while while those are playing, we're just shoving pizza down our faces. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's our little moment to eat. <laughs> and when it cuts back and this, this is, is more pretty, and more pizza on our plate. This is a pretty sloppy season finale, <laughs> but it's all good. This would be one to look back on. Yeah, we're we'll so look back hungry on waiting for we'll that. We'll be pizza. like, what? Look at we're these so savages! Like when you're not hungry and you see people just like scarfing things down, you're like, look at these animals. Then when you're hungry, you're like, I get that. Yeah, yeah but that's cool. That, that story is pretty cool. Yeah. Especially CK doing like the they, first 900. They, they, they like, had a lot of stuff on there. Like oh, a lot dude. of stories that... They have so many gems. Yeah, so many, and so many more too, I'm sure. We got we're gonna, we, Yeah, we're going to do more. We have to. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, want, I wanted to do a truth episode with them too where we like talk about the truth. Oh, that's going to be awesome. So hopefully we get that in, in the next season. So yeah. let's stay, keep an eye out for that. <clears throat> so and I guess moving on to episode three... We had, yeah, John, we had our first local guest. First local guest. <laughs> our first of many Puerto Ricans yeah, to grace our show. Th- this is what started it off. We had, yeah. we had a lot of Puerto Rican people in uh, season one. Yeah, Jump Street Podcast season one is overly represented <laughs> by the Puerto Rican culture. <laughs> hey, but that's good. They're good skaters. <laughs> They're the best. They're great people, good skaters. Good style. Can't complain. A lot Which, of passion. Yeah, John Ortiz is another, you know, longtime friend of ours. Oh, yeah. And we both grew up like New watching York City legend. Yeah, we both yeah. grew up watching him skate. It was a big one. He had a lot to say about like... 
just him going up skating in the 90s, uh, his company Go Sports with all the work they do with schools, yeah. teaching kids how to skate, getting you know, more and more kids on skates every every year. Yeah. And, you know, he's such a positive influence on people in our next generation of skaters. And it was the first of its kind on our show to, like, show that, you know, side of skating because people don't really see that anymore. Mm-hmm. That are like, you know, people who skate every day don't really see that side of the industry anymore because, you know, why would you get involved in, like, a school in another city or whatever it may yeah. be? But <clears throat> it was cool. He talks about the numbers growing every year and how positive it is and how many people they get on blades every year and the numbers are just like phenomenal yeah and it's only growing from there so yeah hopefully they expand like more cities or whatever it may be totally and um i guess the first clip we have of john is one of his most infamous (laughs) falls i think it's from quest for is quest or is the hoax too Uh, i i no it wasn't hoax too it might have been quest for the holy rail or it might have been just like no limit or something Uh, i don't know it's it's one it's it's no it is no limit it's no limit okay okay so it's it's like the famous scorpion fall. Yeah, yeah, the first. It's at Chess and Checkers in Central Park, like the King Crow. He he tries to do a soul to top soul. Huh? Yes. Is it actually labeled as Fall of the Year '96 on YouTube? It's labeled no, Fall it's of not. the Year. Yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> it was Fall. And of dude, the that's century. crazy because '96 was '96 was a busy year for falls. <laughs> People oh, were yeah, just there, there was just like, learning there to play. There was like fall sections and videos, and like there was two fall sections in. In that video, in that too. Video, that so was, that's uh, quite no an accolade. Limits. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Neil so Moreno we, did, that did produced you, that. Do you do the first... Is it the first, like, recorded Scorpion Fall? Like, that's, like, known? They're called in it the Scorpion? In blading, yes. But in, was it, like... In sports, no. Uh, I mean, snowboarders, skiers. But, but I mean, was, they'll do, like, multiple but Scorpions in one fall. was that name, like, around before your fall? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I... The first I yes. the first I've ever heard of a scorpion. Did y'all see that? <laughs> can you play that back? Well, th- this is what they see now. They're watching. Oh it. man, bro! Can we talk about that? So a scorpion fall for those who don't know is when <laughs> who was listening when when you go on your face and your legs go over and kick you in the back of the head. Well, they don't always kick you in the they back of the head. To. John managed. John to managed. Kick yeah. Himself well, in the back once of upon the head. a time, I was a flexible young lad. <laughs> so apparently at, not. As you're in the uh, well. Yeah. All right. So the story is. That's uh, um, in Central Park, and no one had really skated it before, mm-hmm. and I got hyped. I actually chess and sold, checkers, yeah, chess and checkers. Oh. I actually sold it for that video, right? Yeah. Um, but I wasn't happy, and I tried soul to do to like soul. a soul to soul. Now I oh, don't man. honestly remember actually falling and hitting my face and flipping, which is probably oh, why I went it? so out of control. No, I kind of blacked out. Yeah, totally. When you hit so that hard, what I do remember is that I remembered like I couldn't put my hand out. If you don't. If you can't tell, like I have a cast, like a full cast past my elbow where I can't bend I my think arm. I that. Right, right. While well, I was wearing a blue, like <coughs> yeah, you were uh, like a fleece on or something. Yeah, yeah, your boneless knee pads didn't do anything. To <laughs> no, they, they, they were not going to help at that moment. Yeah. So all I remember thinking is like, like damn, I can't put my hands out to save me. Let me just go to sleep before I fall, so I don't feel it. You lay down. I was going to say <laughs> that's like, like that, that's usually you take a fall. You're like, I think I'll lay here for you, a second. If, yeah, <laughs> like, if you could, like freeze the frame when he lands, like he gets so comfortable. He's uh, like, wait, wait. wait. Ah, no, dude. he's like take a nap, right? Me like one of right, your French right. girls, right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so the, <laughs> I love it. Well, so the the only good thing that came out of this is that that fall was very early in my skating career, and it essentially shaped my style because I what? I literally didn't want to fall ever again. Mm. So like I made sure whatever I was doing, it was going to be as pinpoint as possible, you as reckless. smooth as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, it was well thought out. I just, I didn't want to fall. That's sick. That, like, yeah. He, he talks about how, well, the next clip too, especially, he talks about how that, like, 
molded his style kind of today yeah. and how he didn't want to fall after that one fall. You know, that's funny. That's, that's pretty good insight on, t- on how he skates, actually. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even mention it in the thing, but my favorite part about that clip was after when the shot of him like in the ambulance afterwards. Yeah. And he just goes, who called the ambulance? <laughs> he just looks up like, who called the ambulance? Yeah. Like he didn't really didn't know what was going on. That, that's hilarious. <laughs> I just want to shout out real quick. That fall gave him PT, P, uh, <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> Post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out. Brian Fuller in the, in the comments said, this podcast is brought, what we were talking about before. This podcast yeah. has brought me back to bleeding. Tomorrow I get a job offer and it will finally be the chance to grab a new pair of skates after 16 years. That's sick. Dang. <clears throat> 16 years is a long break. So tomorrow he's got a job offer. Good luck. Yeah, I get, yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck, Brian. And go uh, kill it. Yeah, and make sure you stretch before you skate, or at least like go to the gym before or something, so your body isn't gonna hate you the next day. It's a good habit to get into. Yeah, I do. I do it about fifty percent of the time, and other the stretch. Stretch. Oh yeah. But the other half of the time, I, I you know, yeah, I regret not having <laughs> done so. Sometimes if I like need a. If I'm going skating, whatever, I'll like literally play the drums for like ten minutes before, and it just loosens up like the yeah. back and shoulders and stuff. I mean, n- not everyone has a drum set. I'm just saying. Riding, for me, riding the bike to the session. Helps riding me the bike session. Yeah, Frank used to do that a lot too. I remember back in the day. But yeah, John pretty much talks about how that like shaped his, help shape how he skated today yeah. and how his style changed. Makes sense after that. How he just didn't want to fall after that. It you know, makes perfect that's sense. like such a traumatizing yeah. fall, especially the first like year or two you start skating. Yeah. You're like a little kid, kicking yourself in the back of the head. Oh yeah. So let me roll that real quick. It's funny that you mentioned that the style developed from from taking that fall and wanting to be more precise and more careful. But, mm. you know, I was curious, like, who were the people in that time since there were so few mentors to have because it was such an early time in skating? Like, who were the people you looked for as inspiration towards style, if you even had any well, it, within blading yeah, or I mean, if you I'd, found that outside? Or? I haven't thought about it in such a long time, but it's a great question. Um, Yeah, I was skating since the inception of what, aggressive inline skating like what do we call it these days i don't even know that's it's, another conversation let's not right. have <laughs> whatever we could we could we could <laughs> not now not today that's, yeah, a, yeah, that's right. a full episode right. yeah I, I i looked up to the guys in my neighborhood first because i'd never left my neighborhood i was a tiny young little kid and then luckily my parents trusted me enough to actually wander the city you know once i started mm-hmm. skating and just kind of do my own thing at like 12 years old then i started meeting people like in different neighborhoods one of the first few people was Ray Mendez, who was my brother and partner, you know, in business to this day. Uh, met him, started going up to Malali's, meeting people like Eddie Campos, who legit taught every single New Yorker at the time how to drop in a ramp. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like the ramp guy. At what park? Uh, Malali's Skate Park, of mm-hmm. course. It was the only skate park in New York City at mm-hmm. the time, which is cool because they just celebrated their 30th anniversary like two weeks ago. Damn, 30 park's years. been there for 30 years. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, there's 25 parks in New York City now. I just looked it up yesterday. Oh, yeah. Going back to what we were talking about, people I looked up to, obviously Chris Edwards because he was the first person we saw in a skate video. The G-O-D. The G-O-D. I mm-hmm. mean, like, you know, we're in New York. We're street skating. We didn't know a thing about ramps. And then here comes this guy, like, front flipping over cars and, like, doing 720s and stuff. Like, he was amazing. So he was my first, like, real, like, oh, my God, like, I want to be that guy. Right. Right. And then I had the locals that I met, like Ray Mendez. You know, they're a little older than me. Him, Victor Callender, like... But 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 with all due respect, as you, as these are mentors, like, I can't help but, like, realize that your style is very different from theirs. Well... I guess. I mean, that just comes from personality. Like, everyone, you know, has their own style in skating. So, okay, so back then, the way for you to be an individual in skating when we first started, because everyone had the same skate. 
It was the Lightning yeah. or the Lightning TRS. Mm-hmm. So the only way to be an individual is by slapping stickers on your skates, like mm-hmm. your stickers, and mm-hmm. they would be covered. I, this is a little before your time. Like mm-hmm. legit, you can see on skates plastic on skates. Mm-hmm. It was just covered in stickers. Flare, as they say in office space. Mm-hmm. Right. And then <laughs> just like, there wasn't many tricks. There was the front side. There was the Mizu, the soul grind. So it was just basically like your version of what those tricks look right. like. Back in the day, there wasn't many ways to... <clears throat> define no. yourself as a skater, I guess. Or well, there weren't too many tricks. Yeah, that too. Yeah, they had it. They were all figuring it out as they went. We should talk about stickers on skates again. <laughs> we should. Why not? <laughs> yeah, get grind plates back too. Yeah, get grind plates back while you're at it. Let's make a petition to bring back CDS Detroit. <laughs> Surprised that hasn't happened already, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, after that, we hit episode four. We had John Julio, which was also our th- was our third back to back Johns, our third guest. Yeah, and huge because yeah, it was you know, big that he was. We're grateful that he was willing to come on the show. You of know, he happened to be in town, and uh, he another big announcement. He had, yeah. you know, the and new pro skate to announce. Totally, and it, it was really cool that he was willing to do that on our show, back to back. You know, like the basement skater, and you got him announcing new products and shit. Totally, and like he, he's a guy who's done so much for our sport in like terms of like, he's done the IMYTA, he's done the Blade Cup, mm-hmm. he's like owned like multiple companies and like Long done all these things. He's brought like all these videos to you and stuff like that, like the Valo obviously videos and things yeah. like that, like these tours that they went on. And uh, so we asked him like, "What is your biggest accomplishment out of all the accomplishments you had?" And he kind of goes on about that right now. It <laughs> seems like you have like obviously a lot of uh, accomplishments with everything, whether it be like skating or non skating through your family, whatever. Um, since you've done so much in blading, what do you think your proudest accomplishment would be? Whether it's the first contest you won or the first company you started, uh, I don't know, I might tell you something like that. Like, what do you think is most proud for you? Right now, I know exactly what it is. It's this new Sean Doris Pro Skate. That's like the biggest accomplishment Damn, just dropping bombs like that. Yeah, no. We're only, only 29 minutes in, damn. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the truth. Yeah. You know? that's like, so that's like your big number deal. one. Okay. Well, so. It's a huge deal. For, it's just like bigger well, than we'll get into the bro- We'll get into why it's a big deal. We'll get into why it's a big deal later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so right now that's your... Definitely. Because you're kind of like reinventing the business side of the blading oh, I wouldn't, industry. I don't want to say that because I don't know what people have done like <clears throat> behind their doors, but I know what I've done in you my know, like, You have enough experience to know. You know everybody who's skated for every company ever. Yeah, but you know. Maybe I don't. I don't want to pretend like I know everything. Okay. You know. So okay. I, as far I, I as definitely, you know, we we as a collective, as a as a group of good friends, like have talked about different situations to, mm-hmm. and why or how come it's like not like this. And I've talked about this in another podcast, but we're actually doing it. So wait a minute, you've been on other podcasts uh, besides us. You cheating on us? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm married now though too. That's all that matters. But uh, I did not expect that answer though. That's crazy. Really? What did you think I was going to say? I don't know. I just, I don't know. We're talking about skating. Yes. Yeah, skating. Yeah. skating yeah. <laughs> I just like, well, so so recent. It, it's, it's, a, it's a good question. Oh, because, because it's a pretty, yeah, yeah. it's a big deal. It's, so, that's good. Currently the biggest deal. I that's bet. a huge answer. I didn't expect that from him. Like I said, like, yeah, out of all the shit he's done for the past, like almost 30 years totally. of skating and happened to be his most recent project. But you know, looking like a little, like look, looking at it, like taking a step back and looking at it, it could totally make sense, you know, because yeah, it's course. like, he's taking like the ladder to like, done these companies then he's gotten to like a skate company like collaboration with you know mm-hmm. Fallon Rossi's and like this is his first skate company yeah. you know and it's his first like uh, which is crazy because he's been involved for so long and like this is like his yeah. opportunity to be to uh, yeah to kind of like take full control so I'm sure it's like a heavy weight and he's and like yeah. 
just climbing the ladder of like what you could do in in the industry yeah he's and the man yeah he's just like on top now just the first one to actually own his own skate company yeah and actually change the way shit is run it's amazing coming from a skater and he's, and he's trying to go to bat for his riders which if any yeah. anyone who owns a you know a skate company if you want to see skating prosper invest in your riders because the longer the, those people stay around and continue to push and things like right. that yeah yeah i mean just it just you know they they give back to the new generation it's just like this thing that flourishes and as opposed to like kind of being like okay uh, you know well, we need these people obviously because they're representing yeah, our sport of so course. they're the, the face of you know what we do of course and they've been around for so long and done so much which mm-hmm. leads us to the next clip we have of yeah. john he's done so much we're like you know what john how much like what tricks have you invented so we go we go into like the tricks he's invented what yeah. tricks did you actually invent yeah i think that's like people want to there's like a some confirmation this grind called the sidewalk i'm pretty popular okay inventing that's you. Knew that one. That's you. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely me. I've because uh, I've been that was my favorite grind when I was a kid. Well, there's like a. I mean, Ortiz had some. You know, very. I mean, I, I, I feel where he was coming from when he brought up his like the East Coast like like names for tricks. So right. I mean, I, I grew up in this industry around the same the same t- period basically. Yeah. So on the West but, Coast, uh, yeah, different side of the it's country. Different. Though, it's different. It was different. So you know, we could have been doing the same grinds, but calling them the same time. Mm-hmm. I maybe I would just so happen to get the coverage. You know, I got the magazine ad or yeah. But what know, about the name though? The name would be yeah Unity. I that, I, I mean with with that unit with Unity grind, um, I was skating with John Starr and um randy burnell from the bay area okay um, and we were at silver creek and we were just like let's try this grind with our legs crossed you know and, mm-hmm. and uh i think john might have done it and i did it and uh randy was doing it and we're like and then we, we didn't have a name for it you know and maybe mm-hmm. to the next day or so we're like let's just call it unity mm-hmm. you know it kind of has like you know you're crossing your legs yeah. dude i never i never knew that i didn't know you invented the unity <laughs> the unity so was cool. the only thing besides the well, sidewalk i, mean, I was pretty sure going that was back you to like star being that. there and burnell yeah. being well there. your crew you guys yeah. and then being like we gotta we yeah. gotta do this we and gotta then, name it and then yeah. i had the cosmo ad and then i had the first actual printed like maybe i wasn't the first printed but mm-hmm. it definitely had a some sort of impact mm-hmm. I had, you know i did a unity down this rail in san diego and yeah i think so it's hard so, to like so, so we got sidewalk yeah. yeah we got the unity <laughs> anything uh, else mistrial. on your mistrial, mistrial what yeah. yeah did anybody know that damn miguel's yeah. shaking okay. his head he's like i know everything it's, it's cool to hear where like the history of these tricks and shit yeah. came from i i you know it's funny out of all the things that i knew about john i didn't know he invented the unity yeah i didn't know the mistrial one it's crazy yeah I wish they should be like a, a book somewhere. It has like every trick in skating and who invented the trick next to it. Mm. Make a list. The Blade Bible. <laughs> the Blade Bible. We yeah, someone's got to make it. They got the Wu Tang Bible. They got they have the Blade Bible. That's something I wanted to do a while ago. I, I started. Reach, I think yeah, reach, it sounds familiar. I started reaching out to people like Brooke Howard Smith and was like, "You got to be a part of the." In every blade, in every Bible, there's a <laughs> Genesis. So we need to get the proper Genesis of. But yeah, uh, that could be something we could do in That's the future. That's a sick idea. Or anyone could do it. Yeah. You know, take, Fuck it. take this idea. Go kill it. Like, Fuck it. You know, Hell yeah. That'd go be awesome. for it. Or not. Maybe you think it's stupid. And let us do it. We'll <laughs> fuck it up. Who knows? But we fuck everything up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so now that we're done with the pizza, we're going to move on to our next episode. Are we done though? Not for now. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had Farmer on too because he was in town for the, yeah. the Pope off. That was really special too. Yeah. It was cool. I, you don't really see too much of Farmer. I guess like interview yeah. wise or personality wise so it was cool to have him on yeah he's a bit more reserved so i i, mm-hmm. I, I think he was apprehensive after at first. he drank all my alcohol in my house he, what what he, he was, was getting into yeah yeah <laughs> and then we convinced him to do we, we, 
drank a couple we, drinks we don't have and like, took the edge off. We don't have that much alcohol, but <laughs> all the alcohol we did have, he drank it all. Yeah, all the alcohol that Austin has, which was like three nips and, and <laughs> yeah. like two beers. <laughs> he drank it all. Yeah, he drank it all. <laughs> but it, it, it's a good time now for this one clip because yeah. we, we talked about him skating in the snow because last year he started putting out Facebook clips at, like daily yeah. of him doing like not just like little like pussy skating he was like really going in and yeah. he he's doing that again now and you know again like we, we were talking about <laughs> why he did it last year in the snow like and why? like literally the first snow that they had in minnesota he yeah. was like let's go out and do it again like it was still like 60 degrees in new york but it was snowing in minnesota i'm Somehow. watching close, I'm like what the hell so <laughs> so yeah uh this is him just farmer talk- goes on talking about yeah. what's up with that and now this is really relevant now since it's snowing yeah. now and he's doing it again he's still so, going. yeah yeah, once I moved back, because I was living in California, and I'd moved back to Minnesota two years ago, Just but then last uh, winter season, I just kind of, I don't know, like, didn't necessarily, kind of like hibernated a little bit, mm. which, I mean, yeah. Is we all do. Not, yeah. 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 But then, yeah, when it came to this this past season, it was just like, I, let's, just, let's just do it. You just didn't want to, like, hold you back, right? I just I just thought why not try to you know like you know do what we did when we were kids yeah. skating in, mm-hmm. skating in the snow shoveling mm-hmm. spots out like yeah. why not and shoveling so, spots yeah yeah, yeah no That's so real <laughs> but we like so so Brett Dasovic and I like we had like you know our our limit like it had to be twenty five degrees <laughs> Fahrenheit or higher like if it was below that right. like, that's still extremely low but that's not counting wind chill yeah. like it could have been like 25 degrees fahrenheit but feels like 10 yeah it'd still go out yeah so you know that so there were rules there were rules yeah. but, but not not it much. didn't look to yeah it was still every time i was watching your clips too because it was obviously winter in new york too and i'd be like no it's way too cold i didn't want to like go anywhere like go to the store to go shopping and you're like out there skating and it was like makes my bones chill like watching it but it's like crazy because you were going in like you weren't just no he wasn't you, just you weren't just curbs. you weren't just snow skating, skating you were like skating yeah, yeah you were like filming for like mind game five or whatever right. like like you were going in well it's crazy well <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he dang he's like he's, he's like well <laughs> yeah. so we, we, we were listening to that and we were like 20 yeah. we both looked at each other like 25 degrees like wow <laughs> he's like you know it could be 25 degrees fahrenheit outside with the wind chill it's like 10 i'll, I'll take 25 like, celsius please so yeah <laughs> farm is an absolute beast yeah make sure you follow day. him on instagram and facebook for his current snow skating adventures is this the pharmacy the pharmacy on Instagram and I think Facebook is probably just Chris Farmer. Yeah, Chris Farmer. Yeah. yeah. So that's he's he's going for another season <clears> of it, and uh, it doesn't look like he has any signs of slowing down. No. He also got into his um, his influence on how he skates nowadays too, which I was curious about. We heard you know John's influence on yeah. his skating, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and it was you know he talks about DL how Dustin had a huge influence on his skating, which you could clearly tell. Yeah. Watching his like skating through the mind game days. And the more he skated together, the more he skated. You know, the more he was just influenced by him. Right. And, uh, yeah, he goes into explaining a little bit about that. Like When you started riding like Deshies or something like that, like your skating style changed a little bit, and you were definitely looking outside of the box, jumping through crazy things or whatever it may be. Is there anything that, like, you could attribute Dustin Latimer. Dustin Latimer. Hands there down. you go. Hands down. There you go. Was, the, it, was that after the, his words? The G-O-D. For yeah. me, that's, oh, my, yeah, that's that is my G-O-D. G-O-D. Yeah. That's your yeah, G-O-D. Yeah. For sure. No, like... like was that after that my game section or well, I mean, in general, general, like filming with him, like filming for words that was yeah, like, that was his turning point too. Skating with Dustin, like that whole time. Just, God damn, 
It's like that cool, summer, man. like, it's just like, what, what on earth is Imagine that? filming a video with Dustin. Dude, like that video? Yeah, that's crazy. That yeah, well, like, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, he had, a, you know, he always had an influence on my skating. Like, even since, you know, the first medium video, like, when I first saw Children of the Night, that was like, mm -hmm. it's like, was it? introducing Arizona's best kept secret Dustin right. Latimer is like seeing like the tricks in that video is just like it's unbelievable okay. he's always been and yeah I think him down. Aaron and you got him Aaron and you should all be millionaires in mm -hmm. my mind. right yeah I, like, straight up like those three people should not have to worry yeah about, you know. see a lot of people were influenced by Dustin oh but, like, yeah he, he had to like experience it firsthand yeah oh yeah I made a huge difference on it too yeah like direct like in like the, He's a big influence on you too. Yeah, right. but like from we're skating with him directly and like Latimer's most him. creative yeah. stage. Yeah, like, skating hard with him. Yeah, his his most like influential like he when, when like you know like you're hitting the ceiling. Yeah. He's like, he's like yeah, just yeah, he like was pushing the limits. Just every every past second that. he had. Yeah, yeah. So like Farm got like some of that really good like mm -hmm. direct live uh, De creative definitely rubbed Latimer off. energy. Yeah. Definitely rubbed off. On oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but oh. shout out to. Friggin' Chris Farmer, Dustin Latimer. Dustin Latimer, oh, too. Yeah. Maybe Dustin Latimer in an upcoming season. Who knows? It'd be great. Who knows? It'd be that would lovely. Be, that would be so sick. It'd be lovely. Yeah. Um, Maybe we can make, get him to make us a flute. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go flute making. <laughs> That'd be tough. That'd be tough. <laughs> we'll bring Abdiel. And we'll go there and Abdiel's already in the woods. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, guys. He's <laughs> <was> like, hey. <laughs> making a flute. <laughs> um, uh, so, so back to, we're going to shout out a few more products over here while yeah. we're uh, in the flow of things real quick. Mm -hmm. Um it's a little pricey for a gift, but why not? I wanted to sh we wanted to shout out the the Sean Darsky now that we were talking about it with, yeah, with John. Totally. Um, it's just such like a like we he was talking about before, like a such a, a like a groundbreaking kind of you know product, and it's you're supporting everything you want to support in in skating. You yeah. know, you're supporting supporting the the man behind the company. You're supporting the skater behind the skate. He's getting yep. the proper royalties like skaters should have been get, getting for the past you know twenty five whatever years, and. I mean, if you're looking for a skate, check out them skates. They just dropped their their yeah. version twos of all their their models now. The 908s. It's 200 bucks. It was 199. 199. Yeah. Dude, when I was a and kid, like 13 skates were more than that. That's 20 years ago. Over 20 years 13 ago. 13 skates? No, when I was like 13 years oh, old. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Was 20 like, years ago. Like the skates. 20 years. 20 years ago. <laughs> but like no, the skates when were hot like, dogs were only a nickel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when slices of pizza were a dollar 25. <laughs> No, but it was uh, the skates were like more expensive then. Yeah. So th like one of the things like there's always a problem with blading, like having like skates be like affordable for like the younger yeah. kids. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's a two hundred dollars skate. Yeah. And I think was it ten bucks or fifteen bucks goes directly to directly Sean. Directly to Sean. That's fucking sick. So not only you, like you're giving like the money's going to Sean, but it's not only going to Sean mm -hmm. because you're reinvesting into keeping people exactly blading like, and the more know. yeah i mean if this skate does well then you know there's gonna be another skate another skate That's and it. everyone's gonna want to ride and for them it's gonna grow and it's gonna grow. yeah other, other companies will catch wind of it yeah. and, and you know whatever they need to do to make this to make their companies work in the same way right you know i was gonna be like yo this guy's making so much money here maybe we could make a little industry standard change you know change the game We're a little bit in a positive way <laughs> we're unionizing that'd be great yeah make a union <laughs> that'd be cool and um i have this one here actually um, the next one is the yeah. Um, I, I just I bought this 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 feet hoodie from Lonnie and I mean oh, not yeah, a hoodie. The feet crew neck. The crew neck. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like feel this thing. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like no, I don't know who makes it, but it's super soft and comfy. You and guys I just aren't gonna be able to obviously uh, feel yeah, this. But it's I love incredible. this. I love this thing. I wear it all the time. I ordered a second one too, so I have a second one Dude. coming as well. I ordered a blue I one. I want to buy one. Yeah, this thing, this thing is sick. Corey, wouldn't you wear this? Yeah, I just <laughs> wanted to shout that one out because that 
My girlfriend uh, gave a thumbs up. This is really cool. And everywhere I walk around, people are like, feet? Feet? What the hell is that? Like, oh, people just laugh. They think it's funny yeah. that it just says feet. They don't get anything. But, um, yeah, and another thing you shot, you're supporting another, you know, Blader is going to continue to put money back in the industry. So check out. Um, I have all the links to everything down below, by the way, too, if you mm-hmm. want to check that out. Yeah. So uh, I think it's like feetblading.com. And check out one of these hoodies. These hoodie, I mean, these uh, crewnecks. Super comfy. Yeah. You're going to want to sleep in that shit. That's, I, I want to leave with this, but it's not <laughs> it's mine. Like it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And moving on to the the clips. Yeah. We Episode six. W- like speaking of Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Back to the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Miguel. We, we had Miguel come visit. Like it was the same during the BPSO. Yeah. It was we, one of my favorite episodes. This was our first morning episode. Yeah. By yeah. The it, was, way. it wasn't. It was our first non-live episode too. I think. It's, a, it's our first non-live, and it's our first morning episode. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Miguel has like an incredible history with skating, mm-hmm. making all these built skate parks in Puerto Rico, and he's been around forever. Yeah. So he actually like a lot of like the old guys like who've been skating for a long time. They talk about skating in the '90s, <laughs> but Miguel talks about what it was like skating in the '80s <laughs> in Puerto Rico. Which <laughs> is crazy. Yeah, that's this next clip yeah. coming up. My first time skating was like, oh my god, very very little. There was a pair of skates at home, roller skates. Mm-hmm. You know, the quads. The quads. Roller skates. Wow. This is before in line, and uh. I grew up across the street from where the skate park is nowadays. There's mm-hmm. always been Ramses there since the 80s. So I always run away from my grandma's house and skate and go to the skate park and spend all day there. And people just say, here's a bike, here's a skateboard, mm-hmm. here's, a, here's a pair of roller skates. I'm the kid, I'm playing there. Mm-hmm. So I grew up there. I see people building ramps, selling things on the street to make money and build more ramps. So that, that was my life. That was, that was everything for me. And right there, I knew right away, I was like, this is so rad. Mm. music and skating that's it so that was in the 80s but i have my, my i own my first pair of inline skates first of all not so many people who skate can say in the, in the i 80s. was just thinking that i was like holy <laughs> shit the we, 80s. Always, we always say like the 90s like, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah oh remember the ni- like like mid 90s so yeah that's, 80s. i didn't even know that that's a weird you. thing to yeah. say yeah. <laughs> so 90, skating in the 80s you know? <laughs> <laughs> in 92 my sister 91 92 my sister have a pair of inline skates it was a new thing back then mm-hmm. i was already a skateboarder like and you know all the other stuff but I was really into already like grinding and ramps and all that stuff. So she had a pair of inline skates. I was like, whoa. And then a homie came to my house and he told me like, there's a guy in California that do handrails and these things. And I was <laughs> like, because <laughs> I know that people do tricks on roller skates on vert ramps. Yeah. I used to, I used to See, watch. He his. was talking about Edwards. Obviously. Yeah, he's talking about Edwards. Yeah. And, and I've, been, I've been seeing like there's roller skaters. Yeah, there's a guy. There's one guy. There's one guy. I don't know. I've seen many so videos or anything like that. That's there's so a guy there's one guy yeah <laughs> my friend told me there's a guy who hits rails on these things in california oh, I got was it edwards yeah. <laughs> there's a guy who's doing it one guy yeah uh, i want to see when he like he says he was skating in the 80s like roller skates i just like i picture like on a tv show there's like a flashback and he's like has like an afro and yeah. he's like little miguel like looking all funny but um yeah wow. definitely rare to see anyone skating in, in the 80s that's amazing a lot of us were infants or not even born yet yep yeah, that's that. That's amazing, and you know anyone that knows Miguel, uh, yeah, knows he's like an incredibly positive guy. Mad love. He's all just around. like his energy is just so good. Like, yeah. like me, I could be a little stress case. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, when, mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm like around him, like, oh, I know, yeah, very calm. He has, he has he's like one of those guys you walk up to, you just want to like just hug him. You're like, right? You're like, he no has this contagious, calming energy. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, I feel, yeah. feel more calm now that Miguel's around. Yeah. <laughs> Everything and, uh, will be okay. Exactly. <laughs> Miguel's here, <laughs> and he talks about like you know he 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 does nothing but like. Uh, he does so much positive stuff and he, uh, you know, does all these projects and he actually talks about getting into the Caminos project, which was he started to kind of get skates on kids and these things like that. So he goes yeah, into that. Yeah, profit on that. Yeah. 
we don't have that much for the kids these days. Sure. So I, I want to start some little something to give something to the kids so they can be like stoked, you know, and like and push themselves. You know, because reality of it is that you know you you need that. You know, <laughs> even yeah, though you course. love it, you need that flame. Yeah. So I, I need to try to figure this out. So I was like, all right, you give me this chance to this. I want I want to create. I know I'm, I always say I want to create a brand, but I don't want to create a brand. I want to create something I don't know about. So I came with this idea like I have on my past of nonprofit things. You know. The nonprofit in Puerto Rico. So I was like, let me try to do something. So, the money we the 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 money we raise and whatever I'm gonna win from this shirt, I want to, to be part of this project, Caminos. I want to be that money be there, and I'm gonna put some money on it too. You know, I'll have like a grand left from my back surgery. I mean, Daffy did the GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. I pay all my bills and I have a a, a, a grand, a thousand bucks, one zero three zeros. Yeah, thousand. <laughs> a thousand. Mm-hmm. So I have a thousand left that I have. As I I need to do something for skating with this extra money because it's coming one from skate. <laughs> one and three zeros. I thought mil mil dollars, cabrón. <laughs> I thought, I'm really bad at numbers in English. Believe it or not, I'm horrible. Mil dollars, you know. <laughs> I was hilarious. So I got that money extra, and plus what we make from this T-shirt, we will start this project called Caminos and it's like a non-profit it's a project uh, you know and we're gonna help my goal is to be able to see kids that are really hungry for this and be maybe like a kid with his homies that really wants to film a video or something like that mm-hmm. they're young and they're hungry like you know you know guys when I'm talking about imagine yeah. be able to give them a video camera mm-hmm. a cool video camera so they can have it or maybe there's this kid in in France that is really good in con- contests he wants to be able to come to Blake Cup one day one year, you know, I would love to with that That's money. It. I want to be able to help them travel here. Fucking wow. Miguel. <laughs> Miguel is the man. man. Miguel's in there right now. Yeah, in the comment section. We love you too, Miguel. Yeah, it's, he is uh, the man. He's like always trying to, like, such a selfless person. Miguel is for the children. Oh, yeah, Miguel is for it. <laughs> Miguel, like Wu Tang, is for the <laughs> for children. For the children. For sure. <laughs> and, um,. We'll keep along so with our trend. We, we, we stay on the island on this one. <laughs> we're not leaving, you know. We we have a new. We're, we're not leaving the island on this. Yeah, we one. have a new. We have a new uh, family member in New York. Uh, yeah, you know, I haven't seen Abdiel in a, in a while. Long yeah, time. I haven't seen him in and a few weeks either. He's out in Long Island, a bit further from the city. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it. I'm, I'm at least hoping that's part of it because otherwise, yeah, I would I be very upset. Yeah, I know. But yeah, um, it's good to have and him back. And also hates winter, <laughs> yeah. so he's probably in hibernation right now. I, I hate it because we all hate winter. Yeah, but like he, it, it like, like pains him. Yeah, it's he's so, such a tropical boy. I feel so bad, but it's just like so funny because like I, I like yeah. we all know like how it is. Yeah, and he's just like, but it's still it's like, oh my god, it's miserable. He's like suffering. I talk things like, oh, I'm sick. The whole family's sick. Yeah, he's, yeah, he suffers. It's different, but. You know, he, he enjoys the he enjoys the company. He enjoys yeah. his all in, in the in the warmer months and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I look forward to hanging out with him like April. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we see him before then. Yeah, maybe we do a Puerto Rico trip or something. But it was cool talking with Abdiel. He had a lot of like throwback stories. Yeah, and you know he he lived in the Esco house. So he was in mm-hmm. Cali for a long time. Yep, grew up skating in Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, you know Miguel and these guys and legend. You know, yeah, and uh, one of the things that we everyone wanted to talk about was like the usd tour days yeah um th- from the usd tour video and he had a lot of stories about that he had like a bunch of pictures and shit about yeah. it too um yeah so this is a little clip of him talking about um that some of the usd tour, tour days yeah. yeah and like some of his favorite moments from that awesome. so i mean it wasn't it wasn't too many too many crazy stories that were not in the video yeah because there's a lot of shit in the video everything is in the video yeah <laughs> you know uh you know so when, almost when, everything was documented when I guess. when when uh we were doing uh you know 
when they were like you know at nighttime you know doing some something to to one another and you know with the firecrackers or you yeah. know yeah, whatever yeah. it's mm -hmm. there you know when right when uh you know we we damage a hotel room <laughs> for like thousands of dollars yeah. you know the, it's in the video you know it was crazy so I, didn't, i didn't know that was like thousands of dollars it was though. thousands of dollars of damage <laughs> in, that, in that room yeah and everything was charged to that's a tour man that's Dang. a that's a fucking tour right yeah there. it was so whoever it, made that video did a really good job on capturing yo, shout out to matias because that was worth it <laughs> it was that it was it, it was definitely one of the best tours of, of our lives you know and and Looked you like know, it. other you know, other than the partying, the, the skating was just amazing. Right. You know, amazing, and and uh, going to skate park to skate park, watching all those kids yeah. going wild every time we got out of that yeah. RV. You know, it was a little tiny experience of what like you know, uh, you know the famous people experience, yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, but in our little, little bit niche, of fame, you, you know, little bit of fame yeah. right there. but uh, it was awesome though to see, to see people excited. One thing that I, that I, I loved to be around the, the new newcomers, the new skaters, mm. you know, I was one of those guys that I, I would skate with them and talk to mm. them. And, you know, it, it was something so special to see yeah. that, that we had a full generation of little kids and, you know, looking up to us. Right. That, that's one of the things that, fucking you know blew my mind yeah. in a in a time when i was like you know we can't we can't continue being too wild we gotta we gotta, gotta be an, yeah. an idol kind of yeah you know like we, we, got, we got a generation of kids coming up and and they think you know that this is all about rock star life you know not nah, you know yeah not now you can't do that again mm -hmm. you know i mean it was fun yeah. and it was part of the lifestyle yeah. of like what we were living But uh, you know, we we grew up a little bit too. You know, mm -hmm. we, we can still do that, but you no, know, we totally. have to we have to be conscious that we, we conscious. have we have a generation of kids that are coming up and they have to look up to something, and they they need to see that that their their it idols. can't be shitty. No, yeah. you know, you know, and, yeah, and especially no, especially true. if we want our industry to grow. Yeah, you know, and 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 we want parents to see what their kids are watching and and they're like hey, you, you want to be that no you know we want we want to to have like kids to look up to you know and see john julio and yeah. see you guys and see what john and ray are doing here in in in, in new york and and with go sports and you know that's what we need to do mm -hmm. now you know give give a good example for, totally. for the, that generation right. but But that was that was for me something amazing to see when I was going on tour. Like, whoa, you know, mm -hmm. looking at all this generation of kids just like going wild when they see us, and yeah. and that that definitely helped me change my perspective in, in life. And, and I can see that, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and as a professional, you know. Yeah. Well, this is in. Well, Abdiel is also for the children. Abdiel is here. <laughs> <laughs> I shout out Abdiel in the in the chat right now. We got all yeah. our. Our former, you know, guests. alumni, Miguel, yeah, our alumni. We got Miguel. Alumni. We got Gav is in here. I don't know what time it is where you are, Gav. It's you're literally on the other side of the planet right now. Yeah, I was probably having a little breakfast right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, unless he woke up early for this show. Yeah, that that that's that's a that's a really positive message. That I think um, came in a, yeah. came up in season one a few times. Mm -hmm. That I think is something that we should, as a culture, start to kind of acknowledge because, you know, it's fun being immature and, and chaotic, but it's mm -hmm. also cool to like usher in a orderly and uh yes. pre presentable 
uh, industry to a younger market so we can yeah, grow. So I think, it's something, I think that was a really good point that and Abdiel touched upon. Yeah, and he, I mean, that's like relatable too. Like, like you've been on tours and shit like oh, that. Yeah. And like you go to like a, you know, you go to a like skate park or something like that and there's mm-hmm. like a ton of kids there and all excited to see you and yeah. skate with you and shit like that. And, and, you know, it feels really good. And it's when you see it firsthand, you're like, oh shit, we really do have to set an example yeah. for all these kids. Totally. <laughs> And we're heading that way. Totally. I mean, at least we're having the conversation now because yeah, I, yeah, I, exactly. I I know people there, are actually making moves on it. I know there was a point we we weren't even having that conversation. Yeah, we were just doing whatever. Now that happened. everyone's older and we were just doing whatever well, the hell yeah, we wanted. We were, we were just doing whatever. So yeah, it's good to at least spread this message. That I think of course. is good for people to talk about. Yeah, no, yeah. T- t- stuff's happening. Yeah, stuff's happening. Moves. That's good. Yeah. Speaking of uh, stuff happening, uh, episode eight, we. This is exciting for us. We we have to go to Woodward. Stuff happened there. Stuff happened there. Oh, my God. Woodward's all about the youth. Yeah. And that was our first uh, time we had, like, a crowd. Yeah, an audience. Yeah. We had, like, a, over 100-something people Yeah, I don't know how many people live. were there. We should have had a head count. It but, was um, insane it, energy. it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun, really different for us. Oh, yeah. We're going to do the same thing at, like, Winter Clash. But yeah. I want to do more of this stuff. At, uh, like whatever events we can. Totally. You know, have a, a show like this. We would like to do that. And mm-hmm. it was really cool to see, like, firsthand. We had a live audience. We were live on the internet. Yeah. So it was, it was a big crowd and, you know, just a whole different environment. Everyone was super hyped because we were at Woodward for the, what year is this? What year is it? Um, yeah. Woodward trip. This is going to be annual trip now. Mm-hmm. Um, hosted by Long and Cameron. Yep. So, um, yeah, we had both of them on as a guest and they had a, a great story on how they, they took that whole trip. Organizing the whole trip and, and how it's grown. Yeah. Right? And how it just like completely took off. Yeah. Their idea. Well, there was a point where every time we would go to Woodward, which would be like twice a year, uh, we'd get emails or messages like, I really want to go to the next one. I really want to go to the next one. But there was always a limited number of people that we could bring because they would only give us Bud's Barn or only the lodge. And that's, you know, it's really tough to choose who comes and who goes. Mm -hmm. So, or who stays home, excuse me. And so me and Cameron were talking about it and we were like, what if we could make something where we could convince Woodward that we could bring a hundred of, or, well, geez Louise, like two hundred, three hundred. We said hundred, like uh, we're like high yeah. expectations with that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and uh, and luckily we were able to with lots of, and that's the thing. So for me, I was kind of the idea. Cameron was a lot of the negotiation. I wasn't. I I live in North Carolina, so it's really tough to to meet and talk to them and convey the right message. Cameron was right. my guy. Mm-hmm. We thought 100% the same way about this event. Um, I could say that if you were to ask him a question, we would probably answer it the same. Hmm. And uh, so, yeah. So it's a, it was a team effort for sure. It was, yeah, it was just a big dream with two guys collaborating. And we're like, well, let's do this, you know? Let's mm-hmm. make this happen. What do we got to do yeah. to make it happen? And then it just started from there. And then uh, my wife, heard in and she chimed in and because she's she works here year round and that was like our our in in yeah you know like i was like i can say anything to my wife you know there's nothing you can't say to your wife yeah you know if i need to say something to get things done we got to get it done yeah and you needed only 100 people to do this right like there was like a minimum kind of no they 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 had told me that 70 because i had i was like i really am confident that we can hit 60 yeah, we're like <laughs> double what we've been doing. And Jen, yeah. Jen uh, who we also worked really close with, uh, and a lot of a lot of people booked through, um, she was like, "If they're sixty, that's great." Yeah, and she was just really supportive the whole time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, you know, like we did a lot of the promotion, but like Jan did all the booking, which is 
Shout out Jan. Yeah. Shout out Jan so for the help. And, and, and she had to put up with us too. So, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and she believed it. And she said she was the one that was like, let's do this. You know, like, That's awesome. literally, let's, let's do this then. Like, I'm in charge of the lodge. I'm in charge of booking. We don't need anything else but the idea and the go, you know? Makes things way easier when everyone's on board with it. Exactly, yeah. Everyone's on the same team fighting for the same thing. Do you know how many people actually showed up here or no? I, I think 200. 280? 280. 280. 280. Damn, so 280. Wow. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 280. That's crazy. Yeah. That yeah. was crazy. Much love to Cam and Long for organizing that. They, Without even knowing it, they just like created probably the biggest skating event of the year. Well, it's probably going to be the biggest, one of the biggest skating events yeah. you know, for years to come. And uh, Man, that could really evolve into something even bigger. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if it was 280 this year, this is only going to grow more next year. I'm sure more people are going to come out for it, more than just like the East Coast guys, yeah. you know? Because almost everyone just drove. I mean, people flew from like Florida and stuff like that too. But I could picture people from like the West Coast easily flying out for this. Mm, next it, year, we should try to get some kind of crazy best trick going. <clears throat> yeah, we're definitely going to do more shit we next try year. To get a bunch and of I can't wait to do another live there next year. Oh, that'll be fun. So, uh, yeah, we also spoke about like, you know, getting more seats in there and stuff like that yeah. so we can fit a larger crowd. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. I can't wait for that. Yeah, huge shout out to Long. And Hell yeah. The guy just crushes it. And Cam, and Cam too, thanks for having us. Hell yeah. And, uh, and but we also... Yeah. We also we, had... We have Richie. Yeah, we have Richie. Yeah. And R Richie, the New York secret weapon, those who don't know, he's been like mm -hmm. the director at Woodward West for like many, many years. Mm -hmm. He's now moved to Woodward East, mm -hmm. New York City native, Brooklyn, Williamsburg to be specific, and has like a long history of just like killing at a contest from like you know yeah, forever going the 90s crazy. yeah going forever. crazy but he goes in and talks about like what he thinks would be a good idea for like youth contests and like and events mm -hmm. and so yeah it was it was interesting to hear like his aspect on it from somebody who's not just involved in blading but involved in all the major action sports being, right being involved in woodward he sees he has eyes in like every industry yep. out there so it was cool i was cool to get his uh He's is got it, a really good perspective yeah, on, take it. on that. Totally. With your involvement in Woodward over all these years, what like, what are like some like important things maybe, or maybe like the most important thing that you learned about just action sports in general, not just inline, but like maybe the way we worked or work together or, you know, maybe mistakes that certain industries have made over the years. Like, do you see that kind of stuff happen? Do you like learn from that stuff? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, one of the things that we were super passionate about, um, you know, after like, uh, 2003 2004 2005 it was you know a big year for for me i was like on c competing in essays and and you know like NIST contest and uh you know i think that those things were i felt like they got a lot of flack because there was just like you had the, your pro circuits you had your pro riders that were competing in you know in street contests and then you had this you know this competitive series that was you know, it was a ramp contest, basically. Mm -hmm. And so I, like, in my mind, when I see those things, I th I think, like, it's important to have a little bit of competition in, in, in skating. Of course, yeah. Because you see, you know, you have, you have Little League football. You have Little League baseball. You have, uh, you know, a lot of these skateboard contests are, are gearing towards the younger kids. Um, I think... I, I felt like we focused a lot on like the, the pro aspect of the sport that we lost track of, of the amateur base, you know, awarding those kids and seeing what, you know, these guys are doing now is really, it's really inspiring. Like, 
I'm just watching that. I'm like hyped on next year's trip. To yeah, Woodward. that's gonna be so. <laughs> Can't cool. wait for that. Yeah. We gotta fill that place up. You gotta fill that place up. All everybody, the rooms, everybody, start saving. And they get ho- the hotels outside of Woodward filled up too. Just we we'll get them all. Big old bash. The whole town is gonna be just slammed with skaters. Oh, that'll be great. <laughs> so that was a really fun one. Definitely looking forward to doing that again next year. And, and then and then we move on to our first international guest. Yep. That was a big step for us too. That was big. <laughs> that was super lucky and random because you know obviously our the location of our show and like certain seasons we're like limited to who we can of have course, you yeah. know and people just like, fall into I, our laps. I think we've done a pretty good job working yeah, with what, yeah. we, what, what we'd have hell like yeah. who we've gotten. But uh, we randomly Dominic Bruce was in town and he was visiting with his his girlfriend and his family and actually no yeah his girlfriend and his fr- and friends but his dad ended up flying in later so oh is that what happened yeah surprised him which mm-hmm. is like pretty cool and. uh yeah, so he basically, he's a very, very interesting. Everyone who knows <laughs> Dominic knows he's like a super deep kid. He's a very energetic guy, mm-hmm. and he just like, he yeah, the, he he has a really good way of looking at things. Yeah. So he kind of gets into like his ideas and his philosophy and yeah. his learning experience, right? And yep, pretty much. He has a, yeah, he has a lot of interesting stuff to say. It was hard to like even just get snippets of it because he yeah. has so much good shit to it's say. So much, yeah. yeah. But um, so many gems. Yeah, this is one of the highlights here. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't brought up with any particular religious belief. I wasn't like christened or anything, mm-hmm. and I wasn't like uh, married in we- in wedlock or anything. You know, I was just uh, no, sorry, I wasn't uh, mm-hmm. conceived in wedlock. Yeah. I just, I'm just a. Uh, you were born a free. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah. and uh, and my mom and dad weren't exactly pressing for any one idea or another. So I had a lot of chance. I think when I was younger, just to have my own ideas. Yeah. Whether I even realized it or not, I think like you come to notice these things when you're older. Mm-hmm. But with, when you're not realizing it, when you're very young, you're actually forming beliefs in yourself without realizing it. Hmm. You know, when you're five, six, seven, eight, you know, that when you come to start become and when you start to develop a sort of self-conscience and a, an awareness and uh, you start to come in contact with different experiences like uh, of growing older, like your sexuality, just all different mm-hmm. things. Right. You know, then, you, then you come to meet yourself i don't know yeah <laughs> so yeah that, that that makes actually a lot of sense like uh and i just yeah skating is definitely one of my biggest bases for for working with the elements of yourself you know it's like you really have to bring everything into into yeah. action and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. that and just i don't know i, and just, I think the also like if I, without sorry for cutting but i think like part of that thing in skating is not just the skating but it's like the connection you have with the people like who are such open people mm-hmm. and then you're being influenced by these yeah and i just I, I hung out with like I didn't have much, like, uh, I have friends from school, you know, there, there's a handful of friends from school that I, although we don't maybe hang out so much anymore, I very much regard as, like, people who shaped my life, to, and I'm sure yeah. we had some co, you know, connection and being able to shape each other's lives. Yeah. But most of my time growing up was spent with older people who were talking about different things that didn't relate to what I was necessarily experiencing in my life, but I was hearing of them through them. You know, mm-hmm. I was through skating. You see things that you don't necessarily see as a, as a kid, if you were hanging out with a group of friends, your own age, you know, you're right. You're hanging out with people who are doing things you've never seen people do. Like not, that doesn't only mean on the skates, but also off the skates, mm-hmm. you know, there's, you know, people are smoking, people are doing this, this and that. And you just, you just come to accept these things in different ways, you know? So mm-hmm. I think there's an element of, maturing that can happen just by being exposed to things you're not usually aware of you know yeah his uh that statement alone was like relatable for me too since i was always the young kid in the group as well Mm -hmm. and i was just just growing up just hanging around older people all the time 
and you know that was definitely relatable to me as well because well, he's a young guy too he said he was 21 oh yeah so that's like a huge difference between people like our age which yeah. most skaters now are our age too so i was skilled that he camped in my tent he was 16 <laughs> I don't 16. know if that's illegal or <laughs> we were in Europe, so I don't know. Why not? That was the first time I got to meet him. Actually, I never, I never met. I never oh, when I never, he was here. Yeah, I never like. Really? I never even spoke to him until he walked through the door and like yeah. came in here. So that was, that was cool too. That my first like conversation with him was during that under those circumstances. Yeah. And he's a very glowing person. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he is. He's rad. And everything he says is like not even just skating related, but everything is just life related, and it's it's yeah. everybody. He speaks the truth. <laughs> like he's, he has, he's he a does. deep dude. Yeah, he does. He's, he's a deep. And, dude. and there's one thing about friends that I, I Lies really beyond felt his too. Years. Yeah, there's one thing about friends that he spoke about, which is relatable to all of us as well through skating with all our friends hanging out all the time and shit like that. So I just want to roll this one too, real quick. Cool. There's just experiences I've had that I've I guess developed my way I see things. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you hang around a lot of older people too, you already soaking in their experiences right. and, and you know my mom and dad took me to a lot of places when i was younger i've been fortunate to be able to like travel around you know mm-hmm. and that also helps yeah see see new places and i'm also i don't i don't have brothers and sisters i'm i'm an only child mm-hmm. um so i think then my friends and those other people close to me kind of take the place of what a brother or a sister or something totally. would be so you know your friends even though you're they're not directly maybe your bloodline they they end up uh being like brother having the f- having the sort of relations that you would have with closer family members yeah. and stuff. So I, a lot of my conversations when I have to speak about things that I'm going through don't happen with family members. Even sometimes, although I have no like uh, hesitance to speak to them, mm. a lot of I've spoke a lot to older bladers and they have different perspectives than maybe friends yeah. my own age would. You know, of course. So I was like uh, offered maybe advice that was uh, different than I would be getting from people. At school, for example, right. or something, you know, I don't, I don't know. Not that I was maybe even taking the advice, but at least I was hearing it. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. And age is such a strange thing to put your finger on because, I mean, there can be children you meet at certain ages and you're like, wow, how do you have, how are you so intelligent for your age? Totally. Or you can meet people who are much older and you think, how have you not got past that way of thinking? Right. Like, you know, no, so, totally. so age becomes such a relative thing and it's hard to to define what uh, you should what you should be doing for a certain age because we put these markers on by this time you should be this by this time you should be that yeah okay 30 then you should be doing this and then there's these sort of like stages of development we place importance on you know right but uh some people it takes longer than others to do certain things and you have to just go your own pace and work through what you the way you need to do it in your yeah. own time you know and some people get there to certain places quicker than others and some people take longer at that thing and slower at other things. Exactly. Know? There's so many different... Like, so maybe you, maybe some people develop in one way, but in another sense, they're very... Not behind, but they feel uh, like it takes a little bit more effort to get to that place, you know? Totally. Some people are naturally drift and are attracted to certain ways of thinking, certain ways of acting and certain ways of communicating, like, uh, yeah expressing themselves mm-hmm. and some people are more inclined to a mathematical sort of linear following a sort of totally. dis- a discourse uh, no, no, we're dying over here because in the comments <laughs> Brent B. Ford said yo that dude farted on our pizza at Woodward yeah I'm and like what are you talking about no no I, like, I was yeah. there I was there okay so like at Woodward like during the Woodward trip like uh yeah I brought me and Dominic went and like I brought it we got a bunch of, I don't know I guess Brent ordered a bunch of pizzas and stuff <laughs> a bunch of pizza pies around and then I guess, but it was like way past the time when it was good. Like, you know, when like you order the oh, pizza at like, like six, yeah. it was like 10 p.m., 11 p.m., like later on the night, everyone's yeah. drunk. 
You know, everyone's having a few beers, and Dominic just like opened the pizza, and then he just like farted <laughs> on the pizza, so no one could eat it. And then Brandon Brandon Ford was like, "That's my pizza, dude. <laughs> Why'd you fly on my pizza?" <laughs> Dominic's like, "Are there any toppings on this pizza? Oh, let's find out." <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I can't even do his accent. But I was dying yeah. reading that, and the fact that you were like, "Oh yeah, you 100 percent did." Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny that my segue. And well, we were talking about whether we should mention it or not in the show, and I was like, "It's not that bad. At least it's not Andy Cruz." And that's when right I when came it back in. And don't get me wrong, Andy Cruz is a legend. So, and he's a great guy, and, I, and it sucks that we've only talked about him on the show peeing, but he's been done a ton of incredible stuff. Maybe one day we'll get him on the show not peeing Dude, or he's showing done, his genitalia or his ass. He's done so much great. First, if we have him on the show, he has to pee on somebody. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, not me. I got. I got I'll take it. Me, me. I'll do it. I'll take it for the team. If he ever comes back from, he's like in Helsinki, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's jump back into some more uh, yeah, some holiday more products. Holiday products. We got um, I mean, we got a history of blading. Yeah, poster. This, this is sick. I don't know if you saw this either, but um, I saw this on uh, the Oak City website. I don't know if other shops have this as well, but it's uh, a poster, a ten dollar poster, history of rollerblades, and it's got everything from like the original TRSs. We got some K2s on there, the Outskates, uh, Razor Flats Fifth Elements. And these nice little like cartoons. So this is from '88 to 2003. Yeah, something like that. With the Shima Cyrus. I wanted that skate so bad. Oh, the razor flat. Yeah, there's a lot of goodies on there. This is, I think, this is a sick poster just it's to pretty have, sick. like you know, in your in your room or whatever, in your garage, yeah. whatever it is. And uh, I just saw that nice little inexpensive gift. It's a right good idea. There for, for a and you can always later. update it all the yeah. time. Like you know, maybe there will be an update. 2003 to 2013. Ooh. You want like every like, ten years? Yeah, the Sean Dars skated there. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Everyone check that out. That yeah, one's at, uh, that's available cool. at Oak so, City. That's ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks. That's well, a little that you buy that ten bucks, stuff it in a stocking. You know, I don't know. Perfect. You know, if people do stockings, if you do stockings, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I also wanted to shout out um, King Souls. He, he Andrew wasn't here before. I don't know if he was in the chat when we first started. He 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 was in there. But um, if anyone doesn't know Andrew Kingry, I think is his name. Um, I We're met the him best at with last names. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I met him at Woodward. Andrew K. Let's Andrew just, K. Let's, let's just do that. Yeah, we'll just do yeah. that for now. On. Um, he, <laughs> yeah, he. If anyone doesn't know, follow him on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. He does like custom-made UHMW soul plates that are like handcrafted in his garage. Wow. Um, he makes them for all types of skates. They're like I said, they're custom-made to order. So like, if you have like a, a them skate, a like a, a V13 skate, he does them for like USDs and and raises and stuff like that Damn. too. Um, he, I was lucky enough to. He gave me a pair at uh, at Woodward. And I've been riding them ever since on my them skates, and you know they're they're Probably super good sick. For some Cessladen. They're really fast. They're strong as hell. You know, if you're looking to update your skates or whatever it is, check them out. And I always appreciate like handmade stuff too. Yeah. So he makes them in his like garage or his basement or something like that. Cool. And if you look at his like Facebook page, he legit has like blocks of wood of a UHMW with like labels on them for orders coming. Really? In. Yeah. Wow. So if anyone, t- uh, yeah, where's mine? And yo, you gotta support something that's just like grassroots, no that's matter what. That's what I'm what, saying. You know? It's sick, and you can put on this any is, skate. This is craftsmanship. Like yeah. he's building it from his garage. This is like, like you gotta support those kind of businesses. Legit as hell. And uh, this is a skate. I was putting my skates together and didn't finish it, so that's why it's like half a skate. Yeah. But yeah, nice UHMW right there. You could like get any kind of groove, any kind of sole plate that you want, or whatever it is on it. And uh, if you're fun. interested, they're not like skate shops or anything. So just hit him up on Instagram or Facebook or something like that. Send him a message. And tell them we sent you. No, I don't know. Tell them Jump Street sent you. <laughs> but uh, all that's linked down below. And we still have more products to get to, but we're going to jump right back into jump the, right back the in. clips. So this is, we had, um, I guess the, you could say technically our second international yeah. guest. Mm-hmm. 
But he's Canadian, you know, he's in Canada, so it's like kind of like, you know, not really, he's, like, he's not overseas or anything like that. Yeah, so across it's, the border. It's whatever. <laughs> but, but ultimately, you know, uh, Leon's the man. He, he yeah. had contributed so much to skating and mm-hmm. like kind of taken the less taken path and created his own, he created his own path and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, had huge impact on skating and mm-hmm. was really well received by a lot of people in our community. Yeah, very, very unique guy yeah. and his everything from who he is to his ideology to mm-hmm. what he's doing in skating yeah. and just all that is so was so intriguing and i like i was super excited for that one i also and just want to thank him by the way because he he did leave a pair of wizard skates for me and boots oh, like that's like, fucking that, sick <laughs> yeah that, like they're saber boot, uh, boots and i haven't got to try them yet because like now it's so damn cold and yeah. i just got them from like a torres a few weeks ago mm-hmm but um, I I look, for, I look forward to using that. I just want to say thanks to Leon for that because not oh, only yeah. was he a really cool guest, a really cool guy, but that he he did that and yeah. So this is a little conversation that we had, um, kind of talking about his style of skating, yeah. like how like you would explain it to somebody and mm-hmm. how it compares to what we've all been doing for the past, you know, like twenty whatever years. Yeah. Well, in in the big wheels too, it was more aggressive, and I think over time I constantly struggling with okay, the frames are not designed for this. Mm-hmm. The frames are actually designed for the average Joe. So what do I do? Just make kind of boring skate edits of someone cruising along mm-hmm. along the water. Mm-hmm. So, But Mike has been kind of like a huge help or like the people around me slowly guiding me into yeah. finding how to promote this product. And But it's constantly going from aggressive and departing from aggressive into this yeah. Yeah. less categorized no that's that, that's what i'm saying like i don't know like it seems from what i'm gathering that it wasn't intentional but it se- it seems like it, you've inadvertently created this new thing that mm-hmm. you and mike are doing because it makes things it's like certain ways you can control the skates like you can't do them on aggressive like you could only do it on those like when i was showing uh, my girlfriend the intro the the little promo that we have on the, on the jump street and like you're like running up the rail mm-hmm. like you know she was like whoa like it, it, it's a it's a complete it's some it's yeah it seems like aggressive in other skates but a new mm. category of aggressive that's what i'm saying it's you like, know it's, like it's not wreck yeah like it's if it's, you showed if you showed a, a rec player like something that like yeah, rec is just it showed him your like ssm section and it showed like one of your sections like is it really categorized as the same thing like would they notice it that way that's a good question that is a good question yeah, yeah it's too, i think i think they would still see it as like extreme i agree local. just because you're not just skating normally yeah. like you're actually doing something you're, you're this jumping involved, maybe that's mm. why it would do that. But it's kind of like, I wouldn't even call it like a subcategory of what we do. It's just, it's its own thing, mm-hmm. kind of, right? So that was interesting to talk about with, with Leon. Yeah. And, you know, very interesting guy. His skating is, is crazy. If you haven't checked it out, you know, he has yeah. tons of edits on YouTube. Like mm. I said, my his Big Wheels 2 section was like one of my favorite sections it's of all so time. It's so good. Yeah, so sick. Yeah, he really, he really made his own thing there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Really smart, introspective man. So sick. And I think... We were looking it up before, not on YouTube, but I think on on uh, iTunes. He ha- it's like our most viewed episode, so our most listened episode so nice. far, which is is really interesting. It's cool to see that that huh. is up there, you know. Yeah. So awesome. Really sick. Check that out if you haven't already. That is episode eleven. Yes. With Leon Basson. Um, and then we move on to yeah. OG Ryan Jacklone. That was probably was, our most requested guest. It, we had since we started. He was such a heavily requested guest. Yeah. We got him on. Um, we didn't think we were going to get him on. We didn't we think got we him were going to get him on. We got him on. <laughs> he had to watch it, an episode or two <laughs> yeah. and be like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, we had, had, a, we, we had to loosen him yeah, up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we had to kind of. But so, yeah, it was it was great having on Ryan. and Tons uh, of history. Dude, like, yeah, so he, you know, invented the Misty Flip and just a 
he was there since the beginning in New York. Pretty since much. the beginning, mm-hmm. and he, like I said, he he was doing like grinding before other OGs knew what grinding was, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So yeah, he 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 goes into uh, some stuff, but he talks about the first Ness, like the very first, first Ness at ninety six. Yeah. Am I right by saying Dude, the first Ness is incredible? <laughs> so why was it why was it so much fun? What was what was what about it? Well, it was just all these people that had no idea that like other people were as into it. You know what I mean? Like you got you showed up. It was like going to the dog park. Mm-hmm. And like you let your dog loose, and it's like holy shit, mm-hmm. a bunch of other dogs. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's just going for so it. So it was one of the first times that you guys all experienced that. Pretty much, and then you had to push yourself that you saw that you weren't just like you know, the big fish in the small pond anymore. Yeah. There was a lot of big fish everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm. You had to go for it. You went in, right? I, I always went in. <laughs> always for New York. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> for fucking New York, dude. You got you. you got it's that far of a setting, man. Got to go in. It you know it was crazy. So I don't even know if we had like for the first Ness. I don't even think I actually had FR wheels on yet. They like literally showed up like for the second Ness contest. Mm. Like I don't know what wheels I was using. Damn, but we're still super early. FR super early though. Yeah. The 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 heats were of the lines were like way longer back then, right? Weren't they like minute and a half or some shit like that? It was ninety seconds. That's crazy, ninety seconds on a course where there's like a hundred feet. yourself. Yeah, a hundred feet between ramps and like you have a back one bearings and it's hard enough doing like no a forty five second. Yeah, no shade. Like forty five second lines are tough. Let alone in Jenko's. In Jenko, yeah, you're dragging all that denim <laughs> yeah. around. M- mind that whole dude, thing. Dude, lots of back wheel yeah. faking. Yeah, dude, don't land faking. Especially down like a six a foot ramp or something. Doing a seven twenty. Someone Remember went ahead and printed something like, "Hey, make sure the back of your yeah. pants are cut short enough." Everyone <laughs> just had their passing duct tape around. Yeah, that's right? why I say the duct tape in the back. That's duct what it was. Guys, duct tape them just for the comp. You can take it off. You would have to bring duct tape for your your pants. That's hilarious. It was sick. Wheel oh bite everywhere. Dude, you could win a jet ski. Yeah, huh? They had like actual like, the real sponsors back in the day, so, right? So like, what were you going to do when you won the jet yeah, ski? Yeah, you won the jet <laughs> ski. Yeah, take it like, over the 16th and 3rd. Yeah, yeah, what are you going to do? Take it on the fucking the train. You have to pay taxes on it. That's and hilarious. then you have this jet ski on a trailer. You're like, <laughs> what do I do with this? Right. It's funny how like you look back on certain things like that and you realize how funny they were. Yeah. When you're a kid, you're like, oh, I could win a jet ski. And then like now you look back like, what were, what were they going to do with a jet ski? Yeah, you could win a jet ski. <laughs> what are you going to do with yeah. it? The, the, the back wheel bite conversation was so funny yeah. too, with the Jenkos. Totally. I, I completely forgot about all of that until oh you mentioned it. God. Just landing faking and getting I, stuck on the pants. <laughs> the, 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 like, the feeling that is synonymous with that thing happening is just so much frustration <laughs> i just remember like landing crazy tricks and like hitting that and falling yeah, back yeah. And like, no! like <laughs> man that's that like it would have been perfect it hearing about that makes me stressed out today because <laughs> it just like has an association where i'm like the bearing in your fourth wheel is just full of like oh, denim denim threads <laughs> pull it out <laughs> yeah. oh my god so funny nightmare. also shout out altitude lou every Yo, time shout out altitude we lou. got a shout out altitude lou we'll get him on the show soon when we figure out who the hell he is we got we should just like if we do find out who he is just be like come with us we have like something to do and just put him on the mic and just be like, like what's what's going on right now like, i think you're we on should just i don't i don't even know if i want to find out who it is i just want to build the legend a little bit more yeah i'd like to ha- i'd like to discover who he is like somewhere like season three i hope he's like season four and then we get him on season five we're like oh it's like this thing that builds yeah i don't know altitude lou i'm a bit <laughs> shout out altitude lou yeah i'm a bit dramatic i like dramatic <laughs> things okay so moving on to episode 13 with Daffic. 
Um, the homie. That was a really good episode. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, a good talk. Yeah, he's 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 easy to talk to, and he's you know anyone who knows yeah, Chris it's our homie knows, forever too. Knows he's skating a really cool in the East guy. Coast. Yeah. Yeah. You. You've been skating with Chris way way longer than I have. You introduced me to the Jersey Crew. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Started, one time. Well, started like Sean Money and, yeah, and, and JG, Jay, probably, and JG, like JG right? yeah. And then and then uh, yeah, uh, I met Daffic later on. Well, mm. Stokely and all those guys. Yeah, but. yeah. So yeah, uh, anyone that knows Chris knows that he just all over the place, <laughs> all over the place, just lives to travel. And you know he's gone around the world like crazy the past like three or four, maybe five. I don't know. He's gone been, yeah. been going around time. for a few years now. Yeah. yeah, my perception of time is completely <laughs> screwed yeah, up. Yeah. But um, so yeah, he talks about traveling on Europe and skating in like the in the summertime and how cool that is. Yep, I always like go, going to Spain for skating. Europe in the summer is like the absolute sickest. Mm-hmm. It's there's so many people doing different things and so many people with different trips and different contests like connecting them yeah. all. So you kind of see everyone and everyone kind of goes off and does their own thing and then everyone like meets back together and talks about their travels. Yeah. Like, and then you get more ideas on places to go or what yeah. to do next year. Having like Ross Gilda and stuff like that was always like a real blessing to have. Yeah. Like come, yeah. It was like so nice. And it would, so many people would kind of just plan their trum- or summers around that, you know? And it was, it was really, really awesome. So I definitely for skating, I would say like Europe in the summer is yeah. like the sickest. Totally. Um, but I don't know. I've been to like Thailand is absolutely amazing. I've mm. been like a couple places there. We went to India, which is really amazing, but very intense. Yeah. Um, and I heard about India too. I love Me- Mexico is like one of my favorite places actually. Mm. Just like the food's amazing. It's really cheap and yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. people are really cool and it's really, really nice. Yeah. Our India is like the cheapest place. India is super cheap. Yeah, it's like, like insanely cheap. You could literally rent a motorcycle for a day for a dollar seventy five. Yeah, no. super cheap. That's insane. That's sick. Yeah. I thought Thailand was cheap. Those things are like no, uh, six dollars a day. Yeah, India. Yeah, Thailand's super cheap too. Yeah. But India's like super. It's like like a dollar fifty for some, like an awesome plate of food. And yeah, it's like yeah, so it was really cool. It's That's very intense though. There's like so it's like so much going on and people are constantly constantly just like hey come with me i'll show you all this cool stuff and i'm sure if they see that you're american they're like oh this guy's got a few bucks yeah 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 yeah, they're 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 they're, some of them are shysters they'll like they figure out crazy stuff um like they found out my wife was like they could tell she's like latina so they're like oh i have this i have this note it's written in spanish can you read it to me but it's just like a note someone wrote for them and -hmm. it's just like just like says how awesome they are so you like you're like oh wow this person's great because this note says it but it's just like a fake note uh-huh and then like you gain huh. like this kind of thing of trust with them but it's all like not real damn and then That's they're weird. like then they try to get yeah it's like super it's like really a lot of scams out yeah there. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah so dude, it's like you really have to be on your toes yeah it's um, really eye-opening when you leave the states and get, get into an environment like that yeah. you're like whoa this is yeah yeah that's amazing though he's so true like it during that during that i mean i've never been to india but no, like no. you know during those travels are um Around the summertime, just seeing everyone is really, really cool. I haven't experienced that yet. Mm-mm. I haven't skated in Europe in a long time, actually. I'm trying to think of the last time I actually skated in Europe. Because the last few times I went, it was just like leisure. Well, you're about to, baby. Yeah. This February. <laughs> how does February sound? <laughs> you're going to winter. <laughs> how does February <laughs> Netherlands sound? You ready to rip? Great. That sounds good. I think I'll, I think I'll have that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when we had... Jacqueline on episode 13 of yeah. course you know we had to have Dave Ortega yeah on. we were gonna have him on together and maybe we actually will in the yeah, future maybe one day to see if we can get a different kind of energy but yeah. um we 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 decided Another to keep legend. him separate because yeah Dave's such a legend and yeah uh, New York they're City different guy. people we just think they deserve to different have guys. their own yeah things, you know? yeah so it was cool so cut to Dave's Williamsburg Dave well Williamsburg Dave <laughs> this is uh he he like the day of the show I was like yo if you have any like 
memorabilia nostalgia shit like bring it over he's like yeah. oh, i don't think i have anything he shows up with like a big ass ikea bag yeah full of shit you know, yeah like, all this stuff from his basement and it was cool going getting to like go over all the shit that he had yeah. which is like all the custom k2 skates and stuff yeah. like that so this is us checking out uh all his gear this is stop point stop point yeah. and then oh, what does it say on here Are they looking at H you want to fight yeah that was what, why was this why did it say that I don't know, something they just always used to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sick that they used to put, like, whatever on the tongue. Like, just to have a tongue that, like, on your skate that says whatever you want it to say. I said Deadly Blaze, oh, shit. and they put Deadly Blades. That's <laughs> sick. So, it was just fun because, you know, Little they were basically sneakers, so they would just would do whatever. Damn, look at that groove. Look at this sticker, Gee. bro. Grand Theft Auto. Oh, like what? The first it was Grand Theft Auto out then? Yeah. That's the first one, That's huh? That's the first one. Man, if that sticker was fresh, I'd be... Dude. Probably able to sell that. Fam, you guys can't. I don't know if you can see this on camera. The groove in this thing is gnarly. Is I don't know what you were skating oh. on this. <laughs> That's actually pretty tough to do for a K2. That's what I'm saying. I've never seen a K2 groove that deep. When we were testing like new plastic shit. So, so you rode the backslide plate. Jacqueline said he didn't ride the backslide plate ever. <clears throat> yeah, he took his out. Grind plate. I always thought that was weird because, like, the way like you're grinding here, you would be all on the the fabric of it. Yeah. So well, I, I don't know how he didn't. I mean. Well, this was like some Kevlar shit, like so that like, yeah, that's a pretty sick. long. Whatever that is, some Kevlar. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, you see that? Oh yeah, yeah. What'd you do here? You did this or they did that? I I cut them. We used to customize our shit all the time. We'd like cut some shit here and shave some shit down there. Like on on one of them, I shows in front of the down. camera. You see like these? Like remember how they they had this little thing yeah. here? I would shave them down. Oh, why'd That's you do what that? You did tool, yeah. Why'd That's you do that? Sick. Bigger soul space? Yeah, just bigger soul <laughs> space. Like, That's a lot of work to do that. Yeah. And then this one, he would take this one out. Because he just like slid yeah, this yeah. one like slower and whatnot. That's weird. I always thought that was, I mean, not always, but like and since he said it, I always thought that was weird. That was cool going through all that stuff. Yeah, seeing. He had so many old relics. It old was so K2s. sick how they used to customize all the K2s and stuff like that back then. I was said yeah. custom things. I, just even the custom... Do you want to fight? That's it, sick. Just even the custom tags on like yeah. the, the tongue alone is just really sick. Yeah. It's like... Um, what do you call it? Like embroidered in there. Mm -hmm. Really sick stuff. And Deadly blades, dude. That's yeah. sick. <laughs> so sick. It's some hesh stuff. And man. I wish there's a way to do that nowadays. I can't even... Unless you're like... Uh, I don't know. What do you call these people with a thread and needle? Uh, Embroider? Embroidery. <laughs> work? Yeah, I, I guess know. so. I guess we have to wait for that them goods, uh, them them skates, them soft skates boot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of them skates, oh, Gav Drum was on yeah. episode episode fifteen. Episode fifteen, we had Gav from down under. From down under, good day, Gav. I hope Gav, you're still if, you, if you're still in watching, yeah. no one judging for that. Even though, <laughs> yeah, uh, we love Gav though. Gav is always great to be around. Yeah, it's crazy. He he like talks about he has like really good memories of his like his early days skating like mm -hmm. and he actually remembers his first street session that Which he's ever like, had yeah impossible for anyone else to i don't yeah i remember my first time skating a park but not my first street session but i, I don't guess. remember either actually wow mm. Ooh, bad memory bad memory <laughs> no let's see what gav has to say about okay. that <laughs> wait so let, let me hear about your first Mafia. street session ever because that's oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy that you could you could recall your first street section. Yeah. Session. So we rolled maybe five minutes skate from the skate park mm -hmm. to a church. He like lured you over. He was like, let's yeah. go street. <laughs> we all meet there. And then it was like, let's, let's go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think I first heard of a half pipe. And then I heard about two of them joined together, <laughs> like a spine ramp. And was like, what? <laughs> and then I heard about a bowl. It, like and pictured it as like a half pipe in 3d sort of right. situation and then i heard about a skate park and then 
yeah, eventually they were like uh, straight skating, and it's just like, and you're like, what? <laughs> like everything, everything. Yeah. What, what did you skate yeah. a rail? So like, yeah, we first? skated skated the this five stair at a church, and then directly across the road was a primary school, and that had a six stair handrail, which we just like gap and Kick. like imagine, <laughs> yeah, you know? and then like try to yeah try and be like. I think I locked that one, you yeah. know, and just yeah. fly by. And then there was a nine stair at the school across the road in the other direction. Your first so, three session was three down rails. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I like just looked at, you know. And oh, then, you didn't hit them? Yeah, I just looked at them on the first one. Then I did the, <laughs> the five stair on the first session. And then I was like, mm-hmm. you know, the next one was like, all right, this time I'm going to do the next. I'm going to do the six stair or mm-hmm. the seven. Yeah. And then eventually we'll get to the nine stair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, those days were the best. Like building it up. Yeah, yeah. But before that, I actually borrowed a friend's Bing Airs, the yellow K twos, mm-hmm. and front sided a little ten stair handrail at the skate park. That that was that was around the same time, but just before. But yeah. Was that your first trick on a downrail, the front side? Yeah, Bingers? but it was in a skate park, so I. Oh, you know, okay, yeah. I like how if if people were to skate nowadays, yeah, it's so easy to be like oh that was my first three session because everyone like right. films on like a phone or whatever it is yeah but that'd be cool to have like it's all documented or something like that of like when we started or when yeah. he started back in the day i'm actually happy that like most of my i had a lot of embarrassing things <laughs> in my childhood like you know that uh just in general or in skating no just in general okay like you know like for example like you know nowadays since everything's filmed like if some kid gets knocked out like it's on world yeah, star the yeah, next yeah. day Fort- just picture how schools are fortunately like those you know, I never got knocked out, but I've certainly had my, I, I you know, Fights. I've won some and I've lost some, let's say. And uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate that none of my incidents ever came up on World Star. Yeah, just like picture, <laughs> picture like how schools are these days because there was a fight in school like every other day, like yeah. a big fight in school. Yeah. And now like you were just cheering them on or like throwing <laughs> like French fries at them or something like that. But now it's all. I was like, yeah, Now yeah. everybody has like the, the phone. Now it's just like, yeah. Yo, <laughs> that was sick back in the day. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how it was outside of New York, but like uh, when a fight happened in the hallway, like teachers are trying to break through the crowd. Celebration. It was, it was a little break from the day to day monotonous. Teachers were like trying to break through the crowd of kids to break it up and yeah. like, like, no, let him fight, let him fight, yeah. let him fight. <laughs> and there's a bunch of 10 year olds like slapping each other in the head. Uh, good times. Oh <laughs> good times. Anyways, going back to Gav, we yeah. kind of got lost on a tangent there. But he, he, he goes on about um, the Burma trip, which is the video Dom West did. Yeah, I was very interested to hear what yeah. he had to say about that. And some groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go check that out real quick. Check that out. That was just, it was just so ama- amazing to see how much these kids valued rollerblading. <clears throat> like, it just kind of helped. Like, I'd spent the last, that was the end of about eight months of traveling around um, and going to occasional skating things. And then I got to that and was like, like, I don't know, did, the way they worked together as a group, they would, like, roll up and help and, like, send people down a handrail. Yeah, like, I saw that. You know, yeah. Like, hold their hand yeah. and, like, put them up and send them off. Yeah. <laughs> like, like someone doing, like, uh, what is it, curling or something? They just yeah, 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 balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's <laughs> so crazy. And their connection with each other, it's just, and just their environment and stuff. I remember this one time, Matthew Heinemann was skating, a, he was about to do a tree stall at a skate park, mm-hmm. and he tried it, and everyone just was like, whoa, like, Mm-hmm. freaked out actually and i just had no idea why and then eventually our friend was like uh like the spirits are in the trees and this is the tree in the center of the skate park which is the place everyone goes to do this like leave the tree alone you know oh, and i was shit. like whoa 
I, wow. Like, okay. Like I wouldn't even think about else. something like that. Yeah. 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 I wish I could have been on that trip to skate in Burma. Man, it looks, it looks <clears> amazing. <throat> mm-hmm. I think they, they, people. they picked the right guys to do it. Yeah. And no matter how many times I say it on this show, if you haven't seen it yet, go check out yeah. Blading Burma by John West. You gotta check it out. It's amazing. So good. So good. I yeah, just the vibe, the production quality, and like the... Everything about it. It's actually like... It's a, it's a it's a Blade video with like... It's like a good, documentary. Good intention. Yeah. yeah. It's like a documentary. It's informative. Yeah. It's just a lot of... No matter how long you've been skating for, you'll learn something from that video. 100% guaranteed. Uh-huh. So sick. Totally. So sick. And we wrapped up our season with yeah our last one yeah with our with a Jordan Baez, Jordan Baez our buddy of Ghetto Community Ghetto Community oh, and yep. Jordan's done a lot of things for New York the New York skate scene yep. just over the past few years twelfth and D classic for years yeah just a lot of a lot of organization pop, and events ton of pop up contests over the years yeah like you know and just like gathering all, a lot of people together always organizing a scene and you know he's actually he's helped uh, create this uh, Bashi Pope fundraiser that we're doing on Saturday oh yeah there you go you know so so. Again, he's just always Still active. Doing scene. It. He's always like, he's got a thousand things on his plate. You know, he's mm-hmm. got a son, he's got a daughter, he's got his girl, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he, he he does his bike ride and things. He does he does his uh, you know, goes to the gym, all this other mm-hmm. stuff. But he still like makes time to, like throw these contests, mm-hmm. throw these events. But also, he's a crazy guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we love him to death. But uh, he's got a crazy story. From uh, when he was filming his piece with Butter TV, that is just hilarious. So yeah, check this out. This <laughs> is a really funny story. Yeah. We was filming that whatever, and we, I was Willie and whatever. We coming off the uh, Willie B. I don't know if you know when you enter the BQE going. I don't know what direction that is. I'm not too familiar with Queens, but there's a turn. So I'm Willie. So you're going from Manhattan to Queens mm-hmm. over the Williamsburg yeah, yeah, Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they following recording me is uh, JP, uh, Justin Braskow, Tad Laboza. I know the story too. And Ryan Lo- <laughs> I, knew, yeah, I never heard. I never heard your never side heard. of the story. I want to hear your side so, of the story. I heard their so side. So, boom, and I'm <laughs> like, you know, I'm willing, and I'm getting, and I'm filming me and shit. Eventually, we was about to part ways. It sucks, man. It always be like that whenever it's that last thing. That's always happening to me in skating. I always got hurt because of the last thing. So, there was a cop, but I didn't even recognize him because I'm so busy in my zone. Like, I don't care <laughs> about a cop. Like, you ain't going to catch me anyway. So... I'm in my zone, whatever. I put the bike down, but then I pick it back up and shit. But I fall like on some yeah, clumsy shit. Yeah. I fall, but the bike kept going. So I get up, I jump on back of JP car. I'm like, drive, drive. So they trying to drive, but then the cop cut him off. Wait, this is on the bridge or on the BQE? On the on BQE. Okay, okay. Cop wow. cut him off. So the boom, the cop cut him off, and I just jump off the bike. I'm in the the back of the trunk, whatever, and I see the bike because the bike was just ghost riding. Yeah, <laughs> kept going straight, and then it fell. So I run to the bike, try to, but the bike is in fourth gear. I don't know if people know familiar with motorcycles, mm-hmm. but it's manual. So when you're in such a high just gear, keep going. you can't now nah, you can't take off like at a standstill. Imagine mm-hmm. trying to take off right. oh, yeah, gear in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, you can't do. So I grab the bike, I pick it up, cop come. He, mm-hmm. he had more of the bike, so we playing tug of war with the <laughs> bike. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck, I ain't winning this. You keep it. I might get locked up after this shit. <laughs> fuck, I'm going to get myself indicted. So I'm like, you keep this shit. Gave him the bike. So now nah, he forward with the bike. Now I'm running. I'm running. I'm like, fuck that. Nigga. I'm I ain't getting locked up. I'm yeah, 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 on the BQ. I'm running, 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 running. I'm looking, see where I could jump. Eventually, there's like some grass hill. So I'm like, oh, shit. I seen a cop car coming. I just jumped in it. There was a cab, luckily, right there. I jumped in the cab. I told the cab. I'm what? Like, I told him, I was like, yo, I'll give you $100 if you get near my bike. He tried, but the cop was like covering my bike so that way nobody was getting near it. So I'm like, oh, 
man, it's quiet. Uh, my baby, man. Damn. Um, he got her. But you got so out. Had, but you got I'm out. out of there, bro. I'm out of there. So he, so he, he had, had to let it go. He took Al on the bike. So then, yo, these dudes are scared out their mind. They thinking like, oh, we going to get locked up. Who like JP? And, yeah, and JP, Black all of them. Yeah, because now I call you, them. You, 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 you now made them accomplices. Yeah, yeah. he jumped on that car. Yo, and I call them. I'm like, yeah. Yo, hey, Jordan. Back. Jordan is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, he, dude, Jordan's a real one, man. That story was so funny, and I'm glad I heard it from his mouth because I heard it from other people's mouths, and yeah. just hearing it from him, just like it's the icing on the cake. There, there was there was a point, uh, <laughs> like his uh, his name. I don't I, I don't know if it's still it. No, it's Trap Godro, but it was like Turn It Up Dro, mm-hmm. like where his whole thing was about turning the bike up and being on one wheel. And then so like every clip on his Instagram was just like him like doing wheelies down like Houston Street or over like the Williamsburg Bridge, like bang uh-huh. and all this crazy stuff. And then there was just one clip of him like on a city bike, you know those ones you rent out yeah, of New York, yeah. and he's just doing a wheelie with that. And then it's like the comment under it was, "Everything must go up." Just like, so like his whole thing was about like just every, wheelie everything, everything must go just up, wheelie everything, yeah. city bike up. We just gotta, we gotta give him a unicycle, see if he can wheelie up. <laughs> he probably could. If Somehow. anyone can, it's him. We'll manage it. You want to go into the uh, toe slide okay. challenge thing? Um, we had a contest and it was Ryan Jacklone was here on our episode on the Ryan Jacklone episode, episode 12. He was like, Hey, you know what? I like used to love seeing toe slides like on vert, you know, like the two toes, like slide across the impossible tricks, the impossible (laughs) tricks. I guess that's just called the toe slide. I'm not sure the name. Yeah. But, um, so he said he has a pair of fresh. Is it eight or four? He said eight. Eight. Because he got to ride flat. Yeah. Right? And it's Ryan Jack on FR wheels. Yeah, he said 59. 59, mm-hmm. right, which is like, they don't make him anymore. They're no, epic. they haven't made him in 25 Dude, you years. Could, you could probably not skate those and like put them on eBay and sell them for like a good amount of money. Yeah. Because that's... I, w- I wouldn't skate them if I got them. I wouldn't skate if I got them either. <laughs> no. But you know what? Someone got them. Mm-hmm. We had three. I'm surprised we only had we, three. We extended it too because... We uh, did extend it. We wanted more entries to come in. We did. And people delivered. We have we have three entries. I'm su- yeah, we got three. You know, what? I, I'm like I'm surprised we only got three because of what was at stake. These like priceless wheels, but also like I'm not doing that. No, I'm not so doing like it. damn, three is a lot if <laughs> yeah, you think about that's it. That's what I was saying. It's was all like, perspective. Yeah, like only three, but then again, like damn, three people went out there and did it. Yeah, and uh, you know, so that being said, I was not the judge. You were not the judge. Ryan was mm-hmm. the one. He's like, I'm throwing the wheels, and I get to judge who's and doing it. And shout out to the the three contestants are yeah, Harithasan. Uh, Shredpool, Shredpool, got one, and uh, Gab Drum, and Gab Drum, got one, and I, you know, I, I know there were things that, you know, there was a little uh, dispute over, uh, over, over some things, but it's up to Ryan. He said he wanted to see a toast light, and mm-hmm. the person who he chose to win out of all three of those was Gav Drum. Yeah, so, so Gav Drum, give it up to Gav. If you're still. If you're still with us, if you're still you're with us, Gav, we're gonna. Uh, you know what? I still got your knee brace too. It's at my house, and <laughs> so we're gonna. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to get those wheels and ship that out to you with your knee brace. So I, yeah. re- I already have your address. So I'll shoot that out to you soon, dude. Congrats! And Gav uh, said Edwards called it a Melvin, a Melvin, the toe slide, and a camel toe, <laughs> dude. Gav's like Miguel and his like blade knowledge. He probably read that from Daily Bread issue number. Dude, he's got the <laughs> discography of magazines. Yeah, he said he had yeah. all the uh, Daily Bread issues, yeah. all of them, and read like the first ten front to I back. I haven't seen the first <laughs> ten. I don't even think. To be yeah, honest. I, I don't know if I had either. Yeah, I think like the one of the first. Yeah, dude, it's one of the first <laughs> ones I saw had Champion on the cover or something like that. Champion, but, really? 
Was I'll, that a champion? No, that, it, I'll time his trial in Minnesota, but that was one of the first ones. Oh, that was like oh no, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I had my first issue with Daily Bread, too. The one that I had, I forget who was on the cover. It was somebody doing like a parallel forward mute over. Do you remember in like, I don't know if it was like Venice or Huntington, like right in the beach, it was like down ledge on the left side, drop yeah, down ledge. Yeah. It was like a mute air over that. I forget who it was. I think I remember that, too. Uh, I don't remember who that was. Yeah, that was my first issue. Huh. But um yeah, so shout out Gav Drum. Shout out Gav, congrats, man. He said send that knee brace back. <laughs> yeah, I got you, dude. Sorry about that. So I'm gonna go on to the rest of our products for the holiday. Yeah. Um we have this next one. Uh this a lot of people might be interested in. On the outside, it looks like a normal foam roller, which I recently just got this and I love this, so I figured I'd shout this out. It's a foam roller, which is like <coughs> you know, it's small, it's super light and portable, but I don't know if you can see on camera. I'm going to upload a, put a, a photo up real quick. That's really small. It's small. So it's like good for traveling. Yeah. You can use that different part. It's super light too. So I, I just went to Florida and I put it in my luggage and it was like no problem at all. And it's beveled in the middle. So your spine goes right in the middle and it doesn't, you could roll right down the middle of your back and it doesn't no. hurt your spine at all, really? which is like not where you're, you're obviously not supposed to like roll your spine. Yeah. So it's beveled right in the middle. So it just perfectly goes around your spine and I got to use it the past like two weeks or something like that that I had it. Bevel. And it's it's thing is sick. It comes in different sizes too. Um, I have like the picture up here. And these things range from uh, $39 to $59. And like I said, I have all the links. We have all the links down below if you're interested. That one in looks like a them. Michelin tire. They all look like tires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're super, super sick. I've had a bunch of foam rollers over the years. I've had one that I mean, oh, speaking of foam rollers. We had from episode John Julio, yeah. yeah, shout out John. Not, not for sale, but we have the the Jump Street foam roller, courtesy. Oh, well, I'm not even. Did he have the sticker on? Or did you put it on? He put it on. That, oh, that was how he gave it to us. The man. Yeah. So we got the Jump Street foam roller, courtesy of John, John Julio. Julio. Not for sale. No. So that stays there in pristine <laughs> condition. Yes. All right, and uh, one more. Um, yeah. What else? I don't do have got? here, but. I just thought it was really safe because no one's ever really had anything like this before. But the Vibrilux Create Originals collab with the uh, yeah. natural colored frames. Because I don't Create think Create Originals has been collabing left and right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone has made a, like a natural colored frame. And, you know, they collab with Vibrilux. Um, and it's a sick color. It's not, if you could tell from like the photo, it's not a, a white. It's like an off-white yeah. color. So it, it looks really sick on like an all black skate, but it'll look good on any skate. Yeah. And I just thought it was unique. It was like one of a kind kind of thing. And uh, if you haven't checked it out already, they're still available. Also limited uh, numbers mm -hmm. on the uh, Vibrilux website. So Ooh. that's also linked down below. That could be some good, good last minute gifts or you know what? Even after so Christmas, saying. if you got a little extra bucks and you actually want to spend the, some money on yourself because you spend so much on your nieces and, and everyone nephews else. and your cousins yeah. and stuff like Buy that. Buy something for yourself. You deserve something. Go treat yourself, man. Treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. All right. and, yeah, uh, that was like our, our wrap-up from season one. That's uh, everything. That's everything. Wow. We had a we had a, a lot of good moments yeah. in the season. A lot of epic guests. Yeah. And we want to thank everyone for joining us on this ride with us. Yeah. And see how we started from nothing and... We're here now. We're not at the top yeah. yet. We're, we're just a little higher, but we're working our way up there. Yeah. And it's it's good that we have all you guys, you know, with us to join us on the ride. Yeah. It's, yeah, we, like, again, we appreciate the support. We've kind of jumped into this thing head first. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now we're here. Mm -hmm. Episode 17, 17. Season one finished. Yeah. And having plans for season two and, and starting to actually, like, put some more thought into this stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah like, 
everyone who ever donated to our our Patreon, every sponsor that we ever had. Huge thanks. Just a tremendous thank no you. No one gets overlooked. We appreciate it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wombat5136. We got Troy Hanner, uh, Prev Bean. Thank you guys all so much for watching us. Spread love. Uh, Francis Ali. You know, thank you everybody for watching us. We will see you all in season two. Two. Cheers, Bill. Much love. Have a good night, everyone.